actually Jake has to buy me new Uggs because Ginny ate them. Yeah, I remember that. Where are your new Uggs already? Those are not Uggs. Those are Sorrel oh, uh, Sorry, I'm talking about your Sorrels. The dog. Oh. The dog ate her Sorrells. Watch face. your shit, Jake. <laughs> Don't get it fucking twisted. <laughs> Fuck Those are fucking Sorrells, bitch. Yeah, they are. God damn. If that's not a clip this week, calling them Welcome to the salt of the streets. Coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you ready to eat with everything going on in this nation. We need some information. And that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation. With real talk and real topics, real people, real problems. Think we need some help to solve them. And leave it up to and just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, June 22nd, 1229 p.m. Episode 63. Two. Two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dose. So welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle and the best part about the whole deal is all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. I'm Donovan. And we are guests. <laughs> I even told him, say I'm Jake after Don sure says I was in his the name. Just to cover myself. I'm Morgan. <laughs> AKA the Ginger Ninja. And coming up on this week's show, we're just gonna be talking about a lot of stuff. It's a bullshit show. So this is what we call our bullshit show. This is this is like a way for us to relax and just have some fun once a week, yeah. once a month, maybe ish. We can couple play. Months. Uh, we can play. Mm, that's bullshit. I have a oh, bunch. We're made gonna up, have so to. We can do that. I'm Fucking a. Yeah. Let's do it. Do so you got a lot to look forward to. We're There's gonna be bullshit. Lots of, I'm sure, secrets told, mysteries uncovered. Mm, shit. And <laughs> shit. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just gonna be a good time. I'm just making things. But up before now. we do anything. I would just like to note that this week we put out our very first clip, clip reel, I guess you want to call it, yeah, yeah. about AOC, and I worked really, really hard on it, and then I posted it, <laughs> and then we got, so this is, okay, so I want to, we started talking about this and before we really, really hard roll it here. <laughs> so I made it, I just fucking, <laughs> I put it out, I did the whole thing, and I'm sitting here, and then Carolina comes home, and I'm like super stoked to show her, because I've already watched this thing like three or four, tar- four times, and I'm like, I'm just super oh, proud of this. It makes it better. <laughs> and so I pull it up on, like actually on the YouTube, and I have her watch it, and within the first two seconds, she goes, you spelled Congress wrong. Oh, God. I was like, uh... Life shattering, like life shattering <laughs> moment. I've you never gone from up. such a high to such a low so fast. No regrets. But then I decided that I'm not going to fucking change it. No, nope. because it Word. was it would take me a long time to do that. And it's just more fun this way. Own it. Just going to own it. Yeah. yeah. Not like, even one letter. I love right. that. Like you know, you fucked up because your wife isn't from America, and she's like, you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Like that fucking quickly. But it's funny because neither of us noticed. I did the same thing. I watched it several times. Didn't notice it. Jordan noticed it immediately. Morgan fucking noticed it immediately. Caroline immediately. All the ladies. Yeah. Like, what is that 
not say. I don't even know. I don't even. I wasn't even able to think of some type of smart ass thing to be like. Well, no. this is you know reflective of fucking so and so in society. I'm just like we're no. dumb. Like I know that, that just I think says your that we're dumb. Response was. Damn, I didn't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not there. Oh, God. Great. So, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic show this week. We're happy to have everyone here. Um, did you have anything in particular that you wanted to start with? Or do you want to just start fucking firing through some shit that we have written down here? The first thing I wanted to ask was just kind of a general question to the room. <laughs> I don't know if this is more a of a... I don't know if this is like an actual, maybe it's guy thing. Mm. I don't know. Morgan can maybe help us out here. But we had talked briefly in the last hour at some point about uh, helping more. Oh, yeah. It was Morgan said that uh, her if her best friend needed somebody killed. Yes. She'd be more than willing to do that and help bury the body. She said she would shoot someone with a gun. Indeed. Which is like, that's a, a big deal. That's a step up. For Jess, anything. And I don't know about you guys, but at least for me, the conversation about how best to dispose of a dead body happens probably at least once a, once a month in my lifetime with random people mm. in the world. But it's yeah. always dudes. <laughs> now, is that a thing that you like to roll around your mind often? How to dispose of a dead body? Yes. Yeah. Like if you needed to. Yeah, there's, there's, we you could totally do this. Me as a guy who thinks about that, I mean, that's, no. that's why we're in a relationship. I'm his other half. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, it's, it's it's rolled across my mind, but once a month, I think you're uh, you're borderline that's possibly so a killer. That's calling. so yeah, frequent. Once a month, is a little, that's a little much. Well, <laughs> I will say <laughs> it's usually with different people. Okay, and it's it just spontaneously comes up you know yeah. i work with a lot of you know contractors and shit like that with and they, the same know. person too many times then it's premeditated yeah exactly <laughs> you have to spread it out <laughs> yeah, over known. the people you know Defeated. oh yeah, yeah that's that's a paper trail is what you're leaving, well, I, so. I know in my body <laughs> disposal gang you're involved because you are you listen to all those crime shows all the time oh yeah so mm, you know so. how to do it but i've always been partial to like you know i don't not to air myself out but i always felt like if I was going to murder someone and try not to find out about it, I'm going to buy a piece of wood hmm. and I'm going to whittle it down into like, I'm going to lay that down into a bat. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make my own, like I'm not going to purchase oh, a see, bat. See, you okay. know what I'm saying? I'm going to construct a latex suit. Like I'm not going to buy one. I'm going to construct one. Okay. Right? Maybe one out of neoprene. Or something, right? I'm all about this. And then I'm going to murder someone with this bat yes. and burn everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Does everything down burn? to latex will. That's what I'm saying. Latex, latex will. Like a latex is just rubbery. It'll melt down to fucking whatever. That's, the you're not allergic, burn. right? No. no oh, I'm good. Not, okay. You know, the body will burn down to <laughs> everything that it will, you know, and then I'll take the rest of it and just, you know. What's that liquid that you acid? Mm -hmm. That that would be my choice. That's like your way to go. acid in the you bathtub. You have a special type of container to like you know like a like an oil drum. Oh, like well, maybe an oil you, drum. That's better. you can't just put them because if I put them in the bathtub, then it's in the plumbing. As we learned from Breaking Bad, if yeah. you don't have a bathtub, you know if you don't have oh I have plastic, one, it will burn through the bathtub through mm. to the floor. Oh. oh, have you not seen that? No, y'all motherfuckers. Have you seen Breaking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put it in like a porcelain bathtub on the second floor. Yeah. Is porcelain? And so it... It's not smart. So it burns no. through the oh, bathtub into bathtub. the floor and then drops through the floor to the so second floor. So a rotten floor, acid to the first body 
like falls through the ceiling. Half a body, all the <laughs> acid. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to have the right type of plastic, the right type of container. I just found out we have wow. a good we have a good bathtub for it. I mean, I don't it, know so. if that shit is acid proof. I got it's you. not porcelain. It's just well, but we don't. <laughs> Not Don't on. melt a body down in our bathtub. It's just a good bathtub. It's on the first story, though, so at least it won't fall through the, the living room. Bad. Worst <laughs> comes to worst, you'll just have to replace your bathtub yeah. with the sub floor. No big deal. That's okay. <laughs> I know a It'll concrete be a step-down bath at that point. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So there's a tie to that. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> generally speaking, we're not going to be killing people, right? Oh, of course uh, Yes. But what about a to heist? To be determined. Do you... Think of ways that you would like run a heist on someplace. Totally hypothetically, like, hey, there's this bank downtown. I'm like, how would I knock that place off if mm-hmm. I was going to do it? I've I, seen enough movies. I've I seen think Heat, I'm bro. Smart enough to do that? No, no. no I think I'm, not. I feel I'm, without being cocky. I feel like I'm pretty smart, but no, I don't feel sure. like I'm smart enough to do that. I'm not. in that like, same boat. When the movie The Town came out, Ooh. I was like. I probably could do that. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't think I can do that. Mm. Shit, well, the town's that? a little old now, too. Yeah. Maybe the four uh, of us, because I trust you guys, yeah. you know. like, But you got to have four, like, motherfuckers, you know, that you're doing yes. shit with that are yes. like, yeah, no, I'll take yeah. money and not ever say shit about shit. For like, sure. Because well, they end up killing some, you know, yeah. like themselves and each other and shit and then that movie and that's, so it's a whole. It was rough. Yeah. I gotta trust you guys not to shoot me afterwards. Yeah, I, I won't. Sh- I mean, you know, I won't shoot you unless fucking Jess asks you. To. Unless Jess asks you. Yeah. If Jess says do it, then it's game over. Me on the other hand, I already have places for all your bodies, so that's cool. Marked on the maps. I'm trying to remember my favorite heist movie of all time, and I'm, it's relatively newish. Came out probably ten. Shit, man, it's, it's almost 2020. Relatively so probably like new. ten years, maybe. Uh, but it's. Essentially, they like. Who's in it? They, I, I want to say Denzel. Is Ti in it? I don't know. What do they steal? But they they steal from a bank, right? Mm-hmm. But the way they do it is they basically go into this fucking vault, build a false wall that looks identical to the whole thing, and they're all crammed back there, and they just fucking hang out one day until. It's time to break out of their little false wall, go in, steal their shit, and I think they like tunneled yeah. out or some shit. I can't remember. I need to find out what the yeah, fucking movie was. But I still think Is it called Inside Heat. Man? Inside Man. There it is. Is that Denzel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel. Clive Owen too. Um let's see. Denzel, Clive Owen, Jodie Foster. Christopher Plummer. Willem Dafoe. Yep. It's fucking it's a great movie, man. There you go. Is that Ryan Gosling? Is he in that movie? No. No. What's that one? I don't think so. Oh, just kidding. Definitely not. Ransom. Steve O. Oh. He paid. He played a guy named Steve O. Steve O. But there is no Steve O. Oh. So yeah, I came out in two thousand six. God, that's that's, that's a long time ago. More now. than ten years ago. Thirteen. I don't. So it's relatively old. The nineties still seem close to me, mm-hmm. which is why it fucks me up all the time when people are like, "We were born in the nineties." Ninety four. Holla. Ninety two. What the hell? I have memories of writing dates on my school papers yeah. in like 1994. Yeah, that's crazy. Little wee one, baby. Christmas Eve '94. And I'm saying, oh, doll. Yeah. Really, it's Christmas Eve. It is yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, it kind of sucks, but oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get presents two days. Uh, it's not so bad anymore now that I'm an adult, especially like the last As couple years before the baby was born. I was just getting fucked up for my yeah. birthday. Like I was, I was just like I will because Jordan's family. <clears throat> 
they do their Christmas stuff on Christmas Eve. Oh. Mm-hmm. My family lives in like Shelton and they used to live in Port Orchard. And so we would get together on Christmas because it wasn't that big of a deal. And so at night, Jordan's family all gets together and it's a huge deal. And so like two years ago, I bought, you know, what Rick Simpson oil is. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a whole gram of Rick Simpson oil and I split up into four capsules and I took them throughout the day. Wow. And I only made it to three because by the time I got to Jordan's parents' house, I was so fucked up that I was like, there's no way I am taking another one. Like I was, I took one in the morning with breakfast and then we went to, I went to the Cloverleaf and I was hanging out there and we were watching the fucking Seahawks game. And so I was watching the Hawks game and I was eating pizza and I took, you know, another one I got there. And then after I ate, I took a third one. And after like 45 minutes or so, I was fucking sitting there and I had to piss so bad and it took me 30 minutes to convince myself like, yeah, no, go to the bathroom. Like, cause I was just so fucking high, you know, <laughs> that I was like, oh, not paranoid cause I wasn't scared, but I was way in my head. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. And then when I was in the bathroom, I was standing there and I'm fucking going pee and my heart is just pounding. I was like, <laughs> it's like, this is like what someone would feel like if they were going to die from me. Like, <laughs> like, this is how you would feel. Like, if happened. that was possible, this is what this Border would feel line. like. I was like, and I might be the first one to die from me. And, I, <laughs> oh, and, I, and I, yeah, yeah, so I just went uh, back and I sat down and I finished my beer and then we went to Jordan's parents' house. And I was like, I am so fucked up. Like, <laughs> I'm beyond fucked up right now. So I didn't really talk to anybody. I just kind of like kicked it. Sat and, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Let mm-hmm. people come to me. and like, Hung out with the dog. Shit. Yeah, I was fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, I was like, I've been, I've been getting high for a long time. So <laughs> I was like able to be just fine. But I definitely was like, if I didn't do this all the time, I would be scared shitless of oh, how I felt sure. right now. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. only because I've smoked so much that I'm able to remember. Like, no, I just took hella weed. Like mm. I took hella Rick Simpson oil and that's why I feel this way, you know? And it's like when you take a drug, like when you take mushrooms or something, like part of not having a bad trip is being able to remember like – no, I'm just fucked up. Like, I'm just hot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, it's like I'm just tripping. You know, it's yeah, not, yeah. nothing is really going on. I'm just tripping. Know. Like, you gotta, it's a tough <laughs> Bring deal. your focus back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's like actually something I've grown to really appreciate about the paranoia involved in, you know, heavy THC consumption. Yeah. Is the battle with yourself. You're living it. You know? And you're just, you know, like, I'm fucking gonna die right now. Like, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna die right now. Yeah. I'm sitting in my couch. I got Letter Kenny on. I'm in a good place. Just, <laughs> just chill the fuck out. And then all of a sudden, yeah. rainbows and unicorns. And that's like, I don't know if you got you well, don't, don't have to disclose. Like, I don't know if you guys have done mushrooms before, you know? Yeah. Um, but I've done zero drugs. <clears throat> I'm going to go ever. to Colorado yeah. just to get my hands on some. Right. And to decriminalize, that's what's up. Did you guys know that? I heard and about yeah. that. And I think in Oakland, too. Like, I, Oh, they, really? Yeah. It only takes uh, it takes one to pop the cherry and then everybody right, else. Right, for sure. Yeah. I would imagine Washington's not far behind. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We have hella mushrooms here. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it can be... Like, I've only done acid, like, once. And I felt like acid was, like, a... If mushrooms is a helmet that you put on for, like, eight hours, you know, acid is sunglasses. You know, like, mm. it's, a, it's like, easier to take off. It's not as complicated. It's easier to be like, oh, it's just sunglasses. It's, like, not a big mm. deal. You know? Really? Whereas, like, mushrooms is, you're like, I'm fucking in this. Like, this is my whole world is this There's right no now. Choice right. Once and it's, um, yeah, and I feel like acid's a little bit easier to navigate. <laughs> For me, it was, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's, like, a little bit more visual and, like, not way harder, I personally felt like, to get scared on. You know, mm-hmm. where, like, one time... 
done mushrooms a bunch of times. And one time I took mushroom tea and I, because I was fucking stupid. Haley's fucking boyfriend at the time, when they were living downstairs in my house, he was fucking picking mushrooms and I was like 16 and I was like, yeah, bro, I'll fucking eat those. I don't give a shit. And you can die so easily from picking mushrooms Random. that you don't. Yeah. Oh, you just yeah. shit. That's yeah. And terrible. The, oh, yeah. He was like looking up on the internet yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, this looks like this, but we're fucking shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So, fucking, so we made some mushroom tea. And I didn't expect it to work because I'm like, he Gross. doesn't fucking know what he's doing. Yeah. You know? But like, I was like, also didn't think enough to be like, well, I might die. I'm, right. like, I'm sure I'll be fine. Down. So, mm-hmm. so I drank this mushroom tea and I was watching the fucking The Walking Dead, you know, and then I was done and I was sitting on the couch and there was these three windows in the, in the living room of like this house that I grew up in and it was opened and I was hearing shit out this window. It was the middle of the day, you know, it's like one o'clock. So it's, t- it's sunny. It's like summer day because I'm not at school. So like right. it, I'm kicking it and I'm hearing like growling and shit out this window. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no way, dude. Fuck that. Like I'm not. And I was like, no, like I took mushrooms, like, but I didn't think they were going to work, you know, so I shouldn't have done that. But that's why I did. So I closed the window and I laid down and just like, just closed my eyes like I just and just tried the hardest I could and just fell asleep and woke up and I was like I'm not taking any more mushrooms that he gives me I'm not doing that ever again and since then anytime I've taken mushrooms I've operated off of a total gut feeling like whatever I'm gonna do I'm gonna think about the option I have and if I feel good in my stomach I'm gonna do that but if I think about it and it makes me feel not good I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna think of something else you Mm -hmm. know so if it's if I'm sitting there I'm like should I go outside or should I just stay sitting here I'm like should I go outside I'm like yeah that makes me happy that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go outside you know Mm -hmm. or if I'm sitting here and I'm like should I go outside I'm like no that doesn't sound nope fuck that I'm sitting (laughs) right here I'm not going anywhere you know until I think of another place to go and then maybe I'll go there Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how I live my day to day life (laughs) the last time I remember vividly doing mushrooms I was in my mom's house with my best friend Trenton and my mom totally fucking babysat us all day while we fried on mushrooms because she's a great mom best mom and um, we had no the paint in our living room was totally flat there's Mm -hmm. no texture there's no anything on it and we you know I took like a fucking like I ate the mushrooms and so I'm sitting there and I'm frying and I'm frying and I'm frying and we're fucking bullshit and I looked over the wall and I'm seeing just stripes on the wall you know just like so you would just paint you know stripes on the wall and I looked at Trenton and he was like what's wrong and I said, <laughs> said those stripes feel mad aggressive to me <laughs> he was like what and I was like I know that there's not stripes on the wall like I know that uh, the paint in here is just blue or whatever like I know there's no stripes like but I'm telling you the stripes on this wall behind you feel mad there. aggressive <laughs> and I would like to go outside now and so, we, so we went outside and uh, sat on the front porch and bullshit for like a hell of a long time and we were talking about going mini golfing and stuff and I was like no way like I'm way too fucked up like I cannot go mini golfing like I can't there's two we did it one time and, oh, and didn't tell my mom and so we had to leave because she came home and she was talking to us and I was just frying and I was staring at her and just trying to like hold it together <laughs> and so I was like I have to leave you know and we went to go and she asked us for that she's like will you get me a Mars bar and I was like <laughs> I don't think that they make those anymore and she was like no no they definitely do like they make a Mars bar so I'm fucking frying and she's talking about a candy bar I've never even seen never before even because seen they don't that. fucking make them anymore and she's like no they make them they make them so we went to the Chevron by my house and we're talking to the fucking this Asian dude that owns the store and Trenton's standing behind me and he'd never done mushrooms before and so he's just fucking tripping and he I was so stupid but he's standing behind me with the shit in his arms and he's going orange 
orange. It's <laughs> like not loud like to himself when I'm trying to talk to this dude. I'm like, hey, do you have a Mars bar? And he's like, what? I was like, do you like a Mars bar? Do you sell a Mars bar? And he was like, I don't think they make those anymore. And I was like, that's what I'm fucking saying. He's like, I know. And the whole time Trenton stood by me and like as we walk out and he's orange. like, he's like, orange is such a weird word, bro. And I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what are you like, what are you doing, man? Like we're in the middle of the store and we sat in the bed of his truck and just watched people at the gas station for like love four it. hours. Yep. Just in talking that's about what they time. were doing and like, that's like really it's so time. crazy that all these people have their own lives, you know, like they're not just like <laughs> figures in our lives. Like they're all do doing their own thing. Coffee, man. Yeah. Yeah. Their I used to do that. So when? Not for four hours. When I was stationed in New York, uh, my ship would be out and we'd just be anchored out for the night out in New York Harbor. Right. And so, you know, I could see all the freeways that I drive normally and all the stuff and, you know, New York city, it could be two o'clock in the morning and, Streets are packed, the whole, the whole right. thing. And so I remember so many days, nights, like going up to stand like a mid-watch, which was from midnight to 4 a.m. Just You just kind of stand in there doing little things. And you got a lot of time just to like sit and think. And I would just watch all these cars go by and just – I'd think like every single one of these people is like going somewhere, mm-hmm. coming from somewhere. What? Yeah. What is their story? What are they doing right now at two in the morning on a fucking Wednesday night mm. driving on like the BQE? What is going on in your life? Yeah. So let me ask you this question, Don. Yes. You just talked. So you have done acid at least once. <coughs> so is, yes. is acid a DMT type of trip? I've never done DMT before. So okay. I want to understand DMT is like really quick. Like it's your only high for like 15 minutes. But okay. acid was like. Long haul. Hallucinogens have never lasted for me as long as everyone talked about. Like when I, before I did mushrooms, everyone was like, you got to commit like eight to 10 hours if you're going to do mushrooms and acid is like 12 hours. And what? I was like, that seems like a commitment, That's you know, outrageous. but I've never been high for that long doing any of those things. Not Even then, like I've done a lot of mushrooms and I was never high for fucking 12 hours unless I took more mm-hmm. during the trip. Like I never, like I've taken like, not a quarter. So I guess like, no, no, I've not taken a fucking obscene amount of mushrooms, mm-hmm. you know, but like an eighth is enough for two people doing it the first time to split. And I've eaten more than an eighth to myself a couple of times. So I've done like a fair amount of mushrooms, mm-hmm. you know, and I've like I've never been high for that long without taking more, you know, towards the end or halfway through or whatever to like stay high for longer. Um, and then when I did acid, it wasn't acid. It was like fucking XJ13 or some weird fucking sister chemical to LSD like it wasn't I don't know it's like one I think there's I, a weed strain called XJ13 now yeah so maybe it's yeah. not that but it's, it's like that's a fighter it's, jet yeah. but it's something <laughs> something along those lines that's not actually LSD it's like a slight offshoot so maybe it's okay. because I didn't do straight LSD that it wasn't a 12 hour thing when I did acid but like I said it wasn't is so, LSD what the people were on when they wrote Alice in Wonderland yeah a uh, hundred thousand fucking percent yeah. awesome yeah I'm pretty sure like half the Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah. Back then. Yeah, they were super. Strawberry Fields, that's my favorite Beatles song. Yeah, and when I did acid, it was on gumdrop, like spice drops. Like, cause it's just, it's just liquid that you, cause oh. it's a chemical that you Like synthesize. the things you put on your gingerbread house? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And oh. so you can just drip it on whatever, but it's people generally do it on paper because it's easier. You know, you just little fucking. The old school paper. way of exactly. doing stamps, right? Yeah. And then you just fucking break off little squares and you eat it. But yeah, the one I got it was. Uh, you eat the paper? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. it's meant. It's it's meant edible. To be. Oh, it's like edible. It's meant oh, to be that. I thought yeah. you meant like a eight and a no. half by and eleven. And it's a tiny. <laughs> it's a little. Oh, so uh, like well, but still, tongue. I wouldn't want to eat. Pa- it dissolves. I don't know. It doesn't. Dude, I used to I'm straight up. It's eat. made to be eaten, so it dissolves. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. You don't have to chew it like when you were in the third grade, and you're like, like I can get a paper and you fucking you know like tear a piece off. It's not like that, dude. I used to straight. Yeah, pixie sticks, right? They have that oh, little fucking yes. plasticishy liner on the inside, yeah. paper on it. I used to just eat the whole thing. <laughs> I take a whole, yeah. that's and I just suck on them for a long time, and then they'd slowly break down, and then I slowly break. Down. Judging, yeah, I don't like do a, that anymore. A little, so, uh, Shane little bit of judgment explains a lot. Shane, who I work with, he's got four daughters, and he like they will take those like crystal light packs, but they're like sugar free, you know. Yes. So that and they'll just stick. Stir straws yes. in them and just eat it. Oh, yeah. Like a fucking fun dip. Yeah. Fun oh, yeah. dip. And I'm like, what are you doing? Dying. I'm like, I know, but any of you know, they're like, it's sugar free, you know, so it's oh, it's like all, you know. Have you tried it though? Sugar. I've not eaten just that. No, you should try it. No. Is it pretty sweet? Mm. It's kind of good. <laughs> it's, it's the millen- if you spill it on the counter and you're like, Yeah, oh. like you take a little, it's not bad. Is that the millennial no. version of a uh, fun dip now? Probably. No, I know. Maybe I'll ask one of his daughters about it next time. It's kind of, I'll get some. Hey, and let try me it. get a little. You know, yeah, just try a little, little bit. Little yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sour. Chunky, fucking saliva-ridden fun. Oh, dip. It's just oh, like fun dip. Gross. You just don't have the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so I did want to ask you this though, because yeah, I can't remember if we talked about this before. But keeping in mind your LSD acid trip, yes. right? Yeah. Back in 1970, <laughs> okay. June 12th, okay. Pirates Pisher. Oh, Doc Ellis, yeah, yeah, pitched an entire no hitter yeah, professional yeah. league baseball game on LSD. I watched a thirty for thirty about that. Yeah, how could you make it through, like just existing through that time period? He was obviously a seasoned professional, veteran, both in baseball and in the recreational drug yes. world. Because well, it must have put him into a zone, you know, that um, was just unreachable. And from yeah. what I understand, it was a he too, like right? got so yeah. fucked up, yeah. he didn't think he was supposed to pitch the next day, and yeah. that's why he took all that acid when he woke up. And then his manager came and was like, <laughs> like "All right, yeah. are you ready? Like you're mm-hmm. pitching, like you're starting today." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> yeah." And so he like didn't, you know, didn't realize he was supposed to pitch that day, and that's yeah. why he had done that. Fuck, um, but. The late great Robin Williams does a amazing bit about him in one oh, of really? his last stand-up specials. I think it's Weapons of Mass Destruction or something like that. Um, it's either that or it's the one before it, but it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I can't imagine. I mean, all those you know, you're talking tens of thousands of people fucking yelling and cheering for you, and you're center stage fucking throwing a no hitter game. Tripping off your ass the whole that's time. That's rare too. Yeah. Crazy. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, and he was saying that at certain points, like he's seeing you know three and four catchers, and he's just he's just whipping the ball. Yeah. Because you know? he's like, that's I don't know what do. the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so, off instinct. Yeah. So yeah. he's just I'm just going like I don't even and that's that in itself is that's wild, bro. That's impressive. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I've had no. Probably good. speaks to the true nature of how. Mm. Athletic, he truly was. Of sheer you skill, know, can just fall back on instinct like that <laughs> and still yeah. pitch no hitter. Yeah. Anyways, hey Colin, um, your brother does uh, shit with horses, right? Indeed, he has like a. Is that his profession, or he has a job also and does that on the side? That is his profession. He is a. He's a farrier. Farrier. Right? He's a farrier. Is, is it hard for him to fucking to make? 
a living that way or like no. at first. No, no, he does all right. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a he yeah. works fucking himself to the bone. Morgan it seems like a it's a niche market, right? I don't know what a farrier is. Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Oh. Yeah. See, I was yeah. thinking like fairy boat, fairy mm. worker, ferryman. Mm. A ferryman. But it's a no, hard okay, industry so to get sure. into, right? Yeah. Like it's not Well, once you develop, I mean, the skill set is hard yeah, to get. Yeah, the skills, exactly. But it's a hugely sought-after market. Like, he has, oh, yeah. he has more clients than I'm sure he can even handle. Yeah. Like, there's there's so many people with horses and so because many people, people looking for anymore. a good, skilled yeah. farrier. Yeah, for sure. Now, Why I, is it I, have, I have a... Is he a cousin? It's like my mom's uh-huh. uncle's son-in-law. So, I yeah. He's a cousin, yeah. A.K.A. Roughly. cool dude. Over, yeah, uh, on the other side of the mountains in um, Daniel, and he's he's a... Daniel, old school fairy. Daniel's man. a good name, dude. I love that name. <laughs> he is a he's very cool American dude. man. Yeah. Why is, is it called a murker. farrier? I'm not sure. Why? Uh, I'm, sure I'm gonna have to you. phone a friend on that one. So yeah, say, I'm you want to Google it or you want me to? I'm not sure. Well, before you Google it, I want to ask Chad. Ask Chad what it means. What he thinks it means. Oh, that's as a farrier. There you go. Maybe I should just call him and put him on the cast. Oh yeah, do that. Will because Casey, uh, Casey's dating a girl now who does horse stuff. She's like, yes, oh. like a, like, like a world class barrel racer. Like she's convened for like wow. fucking millions. Of One dollars. of our nieces um, is a barrel racer. She is. Hey, they Chad. probably know each other. I'm sure. So we're, uh, doing man, I can't hear it. Yep, let's hear it, uh, Chad. We're we're you're on the podcast right now. We have a question for you. Where did the term farrier come from? As a farrier, I feel like you should know this, otherwise gonna judge the shit out of you. I just got asked that a couple days ago. And did you have an answer? Uh not hundred percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do this. We've Googled it and you're gonna give us your answer and then we're gonna see what Google says. Right. Well <laughs> It's like fuck you, Colin. I'm fairly certain it came from the English. The English, and, like, okay. I know it starts from the term farriery. So that's just, like, what they dubbed it back then. I, I think farriery, or the, whatever the fucking term for it, has something to do with, like, ungulate hooves or pedi- un- hooved pediatrics or something. I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds relatively legit to yeah, me, so I think we'll take it. I'm not I'm buying. Blacksmith. A blacksmith. There so, you go. You're just a blacksmith. <laughs> there you go. So the internet says historically the jobs of farrier and blacksmith were practically synonymous. Oh. Shown by etymology of nice the work, word, Chad. farrier comes from Middle French farrier, which means blacksmith, from the Latin word ferrum, which means iron. Dude, oh. so you're just a fucking blacksmith. That nice is badass. Work, He's half correct. I'll give him at least a half yeah, point. Yeah, there he you go. Because he said it's from English, but it's really from French and Latin. We're all the same thing. Yeah, there you go. Hey, well, thanks, Johnny. No, no, that's not a toss up. That's that's the actual. That's what he said. Right, that well, counts. I know. It counts. Hey, this is Bye. so street. The, the judge rules like, that it's I a half mean, a point. It is. The no, I agree. It's a half a point. For sure. Half a point. That was Dude, good. I got a little nervous that he wouldn't pick up because, I mean, it's like 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. If he's not working, he's yeah. probably in bed because he's it's ferrying. the only time. He's ferrying, bro. Yeah. That's a bummer sticker Casey was talking about because his girlfriend does, you know, crazy horse stuff. He's like, well, maybe I'll just learn to be a farrier and, like, do whatever. Mm. And oh. I, I don't know shit about farrier. So in my new realm of trying to, like, 
you know, moderate mm. the things that I say. I didn't say anything because I'm like, I'm not going to express doubt when I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Sure. Because I don't, yeah. just because I don't know anybody who does that doesn't mean that that's not like a, right. Yeah. A if your brother's yeah, making yeah. a fucking shitload of money or, you know, having yeah. at least yeah. good business doing yeah, he does it, all right. yeah. then yeah. I don't, you know, and he seems to be worth the time that Casey would put into it. Too. Oh yeah. And there's a couple so. different ways to go. There's a couple schools here and there where it's just, Another, you know, a senior fair teaching right. the next generation what they're doing. You can apprentice or, with a person, right? Yeah, most yeah, of it's like usually it like an apprenticeship type it's of thing. It's complete. Yeah, they do. They have schooling for the whole thing. But as far as I can tell, yeah. it's extremely physical. Like, yeah, oh yeah, dealing with horses and then being back breaking. Well, Casey's fucking, you know, yeah, Casey's dirty. He's work, short and know. stout, so that's like yeah. a good yeah. build for a farrier these days because you don't yeah. fuck up your back as yeah. much. He was deep to be a firefighter was what Casey was trying to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah, a little so fucking, fucking bulldog of a dude, oh, man. Yeah, dude. Strong. He's in real good shape. Yeah, and now that he's and weirdly good at fantasy football, asshole. Yeah, fuck yeah. Casey. Fuck Casey. <laughs> like, for <laughs> real, though, he We're cannot be invited props. back. Fuck but, that guy. He'll, he'll be back. <laughs> I'm not giving him my money. I'm yeah. so <laughs> mad. We love Case Bolson. <laughs> I don't. He's a good I'm kid. bitter. There was a couple other Tyler and Spencer at work, like, talk shit about... You know, because like my mom is in that fucking league, and there's a couple other people who do whatever. You yeah, know? So which I love. It's so fun. It's right, and so they were talking shit, you know. And I'm like, listen, if y'all motherfuckers think that you can really come into a 14 team league and make it easy, seriously, like, then, then do it. Like, so I know, true. I'm more than willing to take your fucking money at the end of the year because <laughs> you're hard. not going to come here and win. Like, I don't. It is don't, hard. Yeah. There is a lot of not that Lacey is not good because her and then her boyfriend case oh, one, yeah, but yeah. like the fact that they won is speaks to skill and also to an immense amount of luck that goes on that you pick people yes. that don't get hurt or you pick up the right people. Like oh, yeah. it's I don't, there's not to discount the skill because there is it's skill that comes so in to pick hard. up the right people. But it's more to gambling than it is. Yes, but there is yeah. so much chance that it's taken in the players you draft and the players oh, you pick up. Gosh. Like it's so much luck that mm. comes in. Well, it was Definitely. like the first year. I did real well. Yeah. Like, I oh, was yeah, very lucky, real well. This year, oh, my. I think it was, like, every <laughs> Thursday night, I was just, I was so just mad. angry. I was yeah. so just angry. That entire, <laughs> so, so angry. <laughs> like, and Jake, you know, he knows football, but. I like know, you know, there's right. just a difference in the level of football stuff. Going I know what on. you know. We fucking, we live, and like, know, we live text the draft together. Dang, it yeah. is. Oh, it was in this season. Was in, <laughs> I was so mad. There were times where I was texting both of you, like, I'm done. I'm so, like, I'm not even yeah. trying anymore. Like, I'm so pissed off. And I decided um, that this year. Excuse me, because there was also a question about, you know, fucking like trading and stuff towards this. Oh, season. gosh, that was so that outrageous. Time. So, so as to make sure that people are interested through the end of the season. We either have to implement a trade deadline Ooh. or there is a penalty for being in last place. So oh, that you no. have to, even if you're in the loser's <gasps> bracket, you still want to actively you still win try. so as to not have the yeah, worst yeah, record yeah. or the least I kind of love like that idea. A beer for the exactly. exactly. I kind of so, love that idea. So I will, I'm going to put it up to a vote at the draft this year. Like he, we either we fucking put in a deadline, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is fine, but also is super unfortunate. You know, sucks. if you are in the that. fucking winning bracket yeah, or no. even now, you know, that's what, yeah. or there's a penalty of you 
you got to buy dinner or buy a case of beer or something for the person. Mm-hmm. I like that. The person that whooped everyone's ass and yes. took your money, you also have to give them beer. <laughs> oh, I'm a big and fan. There it is. Yeah, not Just only really did they fuck I think beer. that's fun. Yeah. So I like that idea I'm going to put that up to a vote. This Get the year. thumb screws out. I miss yeah. it. Like, I legit, I so wait. I go through. So you're, so you're in this year. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I go through fantasy football withdrawals. I don't necessarily go through football withdrawals. Yeah. It's like, I. I miss it so much. I think there's like 76 days until kickoff. Yes, there is. I'm so excited. Well, yeah. but preseason's even closer. So. Yeah, yeah. It makes We're Sunday almost there. like a really important day of the week. For oh my gosh. So I important. can't wait to fucking to watch football with my son. Yes. You know like, yeah. so even if he won't care for a couple of years, he I'm won't. excited to. There's. In Jordan's house when she was growing up, you either like watched football with her dad on Sunday or cleaned the house with her, and then it's exactly it. how it will happen. Yes. Like either you're gonna sit down for fucking eight hours and we're yes. watching football all day, yes. or you can clean the fucking house with your mom until she's done doing whatever and she sits down too. Mm-hmm. Like, but your mom also loves football, so this is what we're doing yeah, today. This like is it. until the fucking the midnight or the five o'clock game is over. Like this is what we're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's. It's a red zone until the Hawks game is on, yes. and then Hawks game, and then five o'clock game. So yes, and the Hawks have like four or five primetime games. This I'm year. really like excited to see what this team looks like this year. Yeah, the I, draft. I was a little PO'd at the draft, but Jake yeah. actually really talked me through that and like the strate- the strategy that was going on with all I of it. I think there's a lot of potential there. We picked so up a I lot think, of yeah, picked up a lot of really good receivers, um, and I know that. Uh, Ugo Amadi, who is yes. the corner out of Oregon, who obviously I love because he's Doug, but he was really fucking good when he was there. That I have listened to 710, you know, yes. him. Yes, so yes, yes. Brock and Salk is my favorite in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I listen to them and they have like the fucking the professor on and all that shit. And they go to training camp and stuff a lot. So they've been saying that Ugo Amadi's been playing a lot of safety because they've had injury yes. in the position, but they're looking at him in like a slot corner because they're mm-hmm. struggling with who's going to be slot corner. I've also heard that Shaquem Griffin might not be on the team this That's year because they don't really have a place for him because yeah. he doesn't do a lot of like pass rushing that much right. and that's really what they need is a linebacker yeah. pass rushes so it's more down to like Barkevious Mingo mm-hmm. they're going to have looking like they're going to have Michael Kendricks back this year because it doesn't look like he's going to do jail time he's just going to pay his fine and which I have mixed feelings about he, that he did insider <laughs> trading and it like cost he had a fine of like a million dollars he did like yeah. A, yeah like a so, fat fine and so yeah so now it's up to whether or not he gets jail like time. if he goes to jail and it doesn't look like he's going to get jail <laughs> time and i don't necessarily have a problem with people especially with like drug charges and shit you know that like that i really don't give a fuck no yeah yeah, yeah. but you know if you fucked around like that's i don't agree with it because in the end you're you know you're doing america wrong and that's fucked up but pay your fucking fine pay restitution i don't know that you know and i don't know what the monetary cap would be for me where i'm like okay you need to go to fucking jail now that's way too much money yeah that's true you know he didn't get that much money he was like yeah i fucked up you know like i did whatever it was like two million dollars or whatever that's, that's a lot of money you know yeah. yeah, for real people, it's that's like, a lot of money. Right. For <laughs> football players, you know, if no one's even, you know, if you're an okay fucking wide receiver, you're But you're also to supposed to be a role model. So. Yeah. yeah but he's a great there's football player. Very little, he's a great football player. Yeah. There's very, very little. Like, the amount of people that are actually good role models in the NFL okay. is so okay. fucking small. Yes, it's true. However. I don't know that I would agree with that. I know I would I would argue that the majority of the people in the NFL are good people. You know, I think you're there, probably right. There are maybe 56 mm. people but you on hear 32 more about the NFL teams. Yeah. 
in this country. I I would bar. I don't. I'm terrible at math, so I'm not going to tell you what 55 times fucking 32 is because 56 times 32. Plot a calculator. I think that the probability that at least 90 percent of them are stand up guys, I think, is is pretty high. 1760. 1792. Wait, how much? I I just threw in rounded numbers to get close. No, so 56 times 32. So that's oh 56. Yeah, I say 55 at first, but it's 56. So and I. I feel Even like, you know, there you go. There you go. At least 90% of them <laughs> have same to be thing. at I least totally decent agree. guys, yeah, if yeah. not stand up fucking yeah. guys. I mean, the, the charity that they do is absurd. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you want to break it down to like even fucking race lines, like especially black players do an immense amount for their community. Yeah. You know, I feel like, like it's, it's probably, probably the, the normal problem where all the good that's being done. Unless it's extremely extraordinary, overshadowed, it by doesn't get covered. Yeah. Versus you fuck, you know, one person fucks up anywhere, then it's like let's spotlight this. Right. So I can see that. I mean, like Tyreek Hill, he's not mm-hmm. even, you know, there's mm-hmm. been he's been involved in investigations about like shit with his kid, you know, like yeah. it's, and he is right now he's not even being investigated anymore, but he's mm-hmm. still going to be suspended by the league probably just because he was yeah. wrapped up in because it, you know, because they have the personal end. conduct policies and shit, you know, and so it's like. I don't know. Do I think it's sus that his kid showed up with a broken arm and him and his wife are both like, I don't know. I think that's a little bit weird, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you're truly been investigated and the cops can't prove that you did it, then I have to go. assume that you're innocent. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't... Be it, unfair it's otherwise. weird, you know? But yeah. you know, also like Kareem Hunt, there's fucking video of him being a girl yep. up in a hallway, got mm-hmm. signed by the Browns, you know, like two weeks after he got cut by the Chiefs. And mm-hmm. he's going to be suspended for like eight games, I think, you know? Which I was shocked... That in the in the wake of Ray Rice and all these dudes, yes, that he's only getting eight fucking That's, games. Like, I was, I, I was like, shocked wow. that he didn't get at least I a whole year of suspension. I can't believe he wasn't just suspended from the league. Yeah, like, indefinitely. Yeah, because I, yeah. I mean, you're talking about josh gordon you right know, like he had like weed charges mm-hmm. and he was suspended and indefinitely for x amount of time and that's right. how it is with like demarcus lawrence who's one of the d linemen for the cowboys yeah suspended indefinitely he's gonna play in the xfl probably because yeah. oh, the xfl sure. is like we don't give a fuck about weed come mm-hmm. here smoke all the weed come you want to smoke join on the sidelines get your ass <laughs> in the game get the fucking asses in the seats do it yep. you know Vince Dude, McMahon don't give a fuck i'm so, so fucking excited for that the xfl, XFL. might make it people I will watch spring football. Yes, if you have yes. people there, especially if you're going to let people smoke weed, there you're going to have a fuckload of people who go and play there who are really good really talents good. Mm-hmm. that just can't play in the NFL because they want to smoke weed, you mm-hmm. know, or they need it to help with whatever the fuck is going whatever on. Whatever they're like, hurting with, yeah. Because they would rather do that than take opioids that they're going to hand you in the locker room. Yes. You know, so yes. I don't, and I don't think that personally that there's anything wrong with that. No, you know? absolutely. That's what you're like, Aaron Foster. Like, I, he has his own podcast. I heard him on Joe Rogan. He talked about the last time he was suspended was because he had a concussion and were like a, had some type of fucking surgery and he was in so much pain, didn't want to take pills. His dad went and bought him weed and just brought it to his house. Like, you have to. Right. And it helped. And he was like, so that's what I did. Then I fucking get in trouble, you know? Mm. So he doesn't fucking play football anymore. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. Not, I mean, so. he had played for a long time, but still, like, he could have played for longer, you know, if the mm-hmm. league would have allowed him to manage his pain and his conditions in the way that best suit him in you a know? natural yep. way which what is legal again the fucking i wonder what the opioid usage looks like in the nfl i cannot imagine I, how many yeah. people yeah take biking in the locker room at halftime and come back out and play and come the back out. Half, you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i know that when i was in high school high school and my coaches didn't know about this they weren't giving it to us you know but there was kids they were railing biking into the back of the bus in my high school games yeah mm-hmm. Because they were just dudes that were playing 
offense and defense. So they're playing mm. literally for 60 minutes, Oof. you know, the entire time. And they're f- getting fucking hurt because we're 15, 16, 17 years old and you're playing 60 minutes of football yeah. against kids that are same size as you, bigger than you. Hell like, yeah. you know, even if you don't have injuries, you're still super fucking sore, you know? Yeah, you're getting so roughed up for 60 minutes. So they're railing Viking and shit before the games to combat it during the game, mm-hmm. you know? Wow. That's in high school. Yeah. And when so, you say railing, oh, yeah. is that Crushing it up and snorting it. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's two, a whole nother two level. Rails. So a, a rail, <laughs> because it's a line, it looks like a rail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To rail it. Now we're on the, the opioid train. Yeah. You can also, yeah, like, yeah. uh... Especially with pills that are in capsules, people will parachute them. Like you take it, you open it up, and you put it in like a paper towel. Again, with eating paper, I was going to mention this <laughs> oh, earlier. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You open up and you put it in a paper towel or a tissue. Like, well, yeah, and just wad it up. Parachute and you swallow <laughs> it because it dissolves faster. Interesting. I mean, Someone at with that like point, beads, just go fully you know? rectal, man. Who gives a yeah. shit? Someone with I'm like beads, a lot. you can't. You could snort beads. But just I rub it in your beads. eye cavities. <laughs> wow, <laughs> some things you can't unlearn. Yeah. I knew kids when weird. I was in high school that put ecstasy up in there. In there, yo, keysters. Yep. It's supposed to get you crazy fucked up. Well, yeah, I man. never chased high enough to be like, oh, let's do it. Yeah. Here's this drug that's super hardcore and now we're going to put it in our Could have okay, anything let's, in it. Yeah. yeah. Let's just... There was yeah. even a period of time where I was like doing that but not putting it in my book. <laughs> not that, but like doing it. Yeah. I mean, and to like, time. Yeah. to make sure that, you know, people that are doing that generally have a problem because there's a reason that people do that. Yeah, yeah, because they've done it so long that it like, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no, yeah, because when you do that, it just their, <laughs> absorbs directly into the bloodstream, like right, right. the purest way you can, so you get the most fucked up about it, and you know. So scientifically, if you reach that point, you know, you're probably gonna have to fucking figure it out because. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. I've been watching too much Letter Kenny, man. Fucking uh, figure it out. Yeah, and, no, they, uh, but yeah, that's. I feel like that's probably when you, you know, you probably got yourself a problem right there. So it starts to like deplete your dopamine or whatever, you know, whatever it is that either, and so you have to f- do it that way mm. to get high. Well, God, glad that's not my lifestyle. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm real glad. Keep it clean. Chewed it up once, but Keep it's it like the worst taste fucking like ever. Because it's like a soft-ish, you know? It's like a tablet, not a pill. Yeah, mm-hmm. well. So. Oh, yeah, it's like those part of that. kids' Claritin like tablets. Those <laughs> yeah, are like disgusting. Like okay. I took one what? because I don't yeah, remember where we were. And I had to take it, and it was grape flavor. Yeah. Oh, don't take those kids. Don't don't believe your mama. Just don't take it. Not like the good, good they're days awful. Of the Flintstone gummies. It's not oh my gosh, they're so oh. bad. Oh, kids are getting are fucking awful. allergies now. They need fucking kids Claritin. Yes. Yeah. What the shit? Where do you live? I give them ADD medication. I just don't deal with kids, so Patrick. I don't know these things. They probably have chewable Xanax. I'm sure that's probably what? Oh, dude. <laughs> that escalated. Only in California. <laughs> kids have their own therapists and Xanax tab. I mean, that is how fucking... I am employed, or was employed, so <laughs> don't dig on that, please. So Xanax is what she's saying. I mean, I'm, just, I'm thinking like the mass of children. So we quit giving them. What was the? Ad, no, we went. What's a, everyone's on Adderall now? Yeah, yeah. But it used to be yeah, Ritalin. 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 Ritalin was yeah, yeah. the thing, and now it's Adderall. And I mean, I could see. Yeah, 
Xanax and shit like that for behavioral therapy and shit. That totally makes sense, I guess. That shit's bad for you. Negative goes negative You stuff. have to be over 18 to take that. You should be. Well, there's no, I mean. Yeah, because it's a fucking, I mean, you'd have no, to have some, yeah. some shit. Like, some, a, like if that's what they're. And right. even then, because that messes up your develop. Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't only. That's, antidepressants are a fuck up business because mm-hmm. yeah. they're all incredibly different and powerful. Right. I was on some for a while. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Right. Man. I would rather feel pain than feel mm. dead inside. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, it yeah. was a nightmare. So my experience with that, I'm not going to lie, like three years ago, um, I was feeling pretty down on myself on my physical appearance. So I was a really, I mean, I'm a skinny guy naturally. Mm-hmm. And I was at a point after I moved out back from Seattle, back over here, and I was getting back into a kind of restarting my entire life. And I'd come out of kind of a depression and I was extra thin. And so I went and saw my doctor and I was describing my problem with gaining weight. And so I was curious about pharmaceutical options, you know, steroids or whatever to help me gain weight. And his answer to me was to start me on a really hardcore antidepressant that had a side effect of weight gain. Wow. Really? And that was what he had me do. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, trusting my doctor, you know. And so I started taking that and crazy shit happened to me. I yeah. felt the worst I've ever felt in my life within the first two weeks of taking that and had oh, yeah. crazy thoughts and crazy side effects all over the board. And I was furious. What the fuck? I stopped taking it, and I never saw that doctor again. I was furious. Yeah. What kind of an option? It makes was that? me really sad for our healthcare system. Yeah, that was his sure. answer. Yeah, it's horrible. This is going to totally fuck your mind up and your emotions, but hey, it might give you the results you want and gaining some weight. The worst wow. part is that people are paying out the ass. Yeah, absolutely. That's like sure. He, he, he goes home and bills yeah. my insurance, and yeah. you know, sleeps like <clears throat> a baby. So if you have it, what an asshole. Yeah, if you have it, that's why I like my doctor. I pay cost for just about. Fucking yeah, everything, gotta, no gotta insurance gotta involved. Slide me that info. Oh way. hell yeah! Pay a month, a flat monthly fee based yeah. on your age. Go to the doctor anytime you want. Based on your age, mm-hmm. yeah. So That's like you know, the mm-hmm. older you are, I'm I think, saying you and I are like. How, yeah. Can I ask you how much yours is? Is that two forty five bucks a month? What? Fuck yeah. off. No. Yeah. And I mean, if I go <laughs> in for me and you're, like, you're thirty right now. Yeah, he's and I think that older than thirty. Like he's older than thirty. Thirty one. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be thirty two. He's gonna be thirty two, oh bro. We're both yeah. gonna be thirty two next month. They're yeah. old. Yeah. Like you realize, they are old. Yeah. I'm, I'm twenty four. I got like twenty bucks. I know. <laughs> That's what's up. I, exactly. <laughs> That's what I feel. Right. Yes. Oh no. Yeah, numbers have increased. What's up, dude? These fucking young guns, man. What do we do? about this. You're ruining your Nailed secret it. here, but, Maybe he'll uh, fix my stomach. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. So let me ask you this. Yes. What day was Dax born? The 21st of January. 21st January. January. So you had a winter baby. Yes. Right? And, he, and I think that's enough separation from all the holiday stuff. I think that's a key. That's a good date to have a birthday, right? <laughs> um, it's enough, I think. You're almost, I mean, you're a month out from Christmas, basically. Yeah. So I think Roughly. that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. We're like, uh, you know, 27 days mm-hmm. apart from each mm-hmm. other as far as like birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, Jordan was super scared, you know, when he was going to be born. Like, oh, I don't want him to be born next to Christmas and your birthday's next to Christmas and you mm-hmm. hated it when you were a kid. And, and I was like, I, I certainly did hate it when I was a child, but because I hated it when I was a child, I can know how to make him how not to, hate yeah. it when he's a child mm-hmm. and yeah. make it better, you there know? You so I was not concerned about, that being the case, you know, I figured if anything, like him and I will share that, you know, like mm-hmm. we'll just do cool stuff together, you yes. know, during the month of December mm-hmm. as like a celebration of our birthdays together. Like we'll do really yeah. cool dad and son stuff because mm-hmm. we both have fucked up birthdays. So yeah. 
I don't really think that it's a big deal. Um, yeah. Well, it's always around Martin Luther King Day too. So yeah, you get an extra, you get a three day, day weekend, it, which will be nice. That mm-hmm. was Jordan's deal too. Yeah, he yeah. was born on Martin Luther King Day this, this year. Yeah, that's killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was, awesome. Yeah, my aunt said, uh, "Man of the people." Yep, son, and that's why he was born that day. So that's awesome. That's yeah. yeah. I started thinking about the timing because our baby making will officially start September 22nd. 22nd. Key. Really? Yes. That's because our wedding is the 21st. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And I was the B-word well, bride. We got a couple of weeks, you know, like before that for sure. I guess she's pretty skinny. Well, so but you, she, probably yeah, don't no. have as much time as... No. as yeah, and so like that was the deal. It's like, okay, we're just going to wait because... Yeah. And I say the 22nd right. because I know I'll the amount of... Alcohol that we're going to consume, I'm going to be a useless individual on the, 20, <laughs> on the, the evening of the 21st. <laughs> so we'll have to wait till the 22nd. But I started running the numbers Preach. out and I was like, oh, that's like a nice late spring, yeah. early summertime baby. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. He's going to be right in our territory. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited with that. Spring oh, yeah. babies are good. I like spring and summer babies. Okay, so we go October, November, December, assuming she gets pregnant right away. Yeah. October, Next November, week. December, January, oh. February, March, April, oh, I'm good. May, yeah. June. So yeah, yeah. June, July-ish. Um, yeah, can I have my rose? Yeah, you should I time it so cool. Time it so that yeah. it's born between my birthday and your no, birthday in July. That'd be sick. Dude, because then it's like yes, thank you. hiking birthday trip in the beginning of the month, yeah. the middle of the month, and the end of the month. Absolutely. Yes, please. No. We're just going to take a whole month off and disappear into the woods oh, for that sounds our If you birthday. and Jake so go, can you leave Carolina with me? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's her call, man. She's a strong, independent Shoot, Spanish I'm woman. Sorry. I know. Uh, try, so she know, can stay with me. Can't make her Definitely. do anything. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. I can't make her do a thing she don't want to do. Are you an no. outdoorsy guy, Don? You like camping, hiking? Yeah, I like outdoors. I don't hike too much. I have fucked up knees, so I don't okay. hike too much. But I love to camp. I okay. do enjoy mm. camping. Um, the why? Why? What? Well, I bring the. I'm just. Oh, curious. why do I like camping? Yeah. Um, why well, went camping a lot when that's I was a kid? I like it. And I'm good at camping. Like I, I've always been. What do you, you know, What makes you good at camping? Enjoying it. And one people test. You know, people sometimes have a hard time starting a fire, or they take oh, yeah, a fucking long that. time to put up a tent, or oh, like yeah, all kinds of shit. Either. And I don't. Okay. I've never had a problem with that stuff. Some people okay. fuck their hands up chopping wood, you know, yeah. like making kindling and shit. Also something I, I couldn't do. so weird. What I'm saying. Like, so, how is that a thing? So when I was growing up and I was getting in trouble <laughs> Sorry, all the time, this there was what it several is. times where <laughs> my mom would buy like two here. cords of wood. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, like, if I was suspended from school, you know, three days. So you got to split these two cords over these three days mm-hmm. while you're at home, you know. Split no. wood like a motherfucker. So, so, yeah, yeah, so it's not, yeah, so it's no just. Problem. Right, so I'm good at camping. I cook shit on a fire. I can do like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's uh, you know, I mean, I can't fucking pick you berries out of the wood yeah. that you can survive on, but I can, you know, I can, I can cook shit for us and make the not yet all the shit. Not yet, but one day. Yeah, so it's one I don't of the, know when I'm going to be able to do it, but I've been eyeing up these survival courses. Um, out of Port Angeles and Take swim, really? and you go up into the Olympics for like Some ten days. Shit. Yeah, ten days. Oh my god! Teaching fucking survival skills. There's yeah. also a winter survival course too, which I really want to do eventually. Snow cave camping is awesome. Yeah. Jordan and I are also just like we're best friends and we're very connected. You yeah, know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so as it should be. Ten days. Like I don't know that I would spend ten days without my wife. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, that's even true. for something I really that. enjoy. Yeah. Like no. I, that's not. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. We, oh yeah, it was. That's how I feel. When we first got together, it was probably three years before we spent a night away from each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember and the then, Florida trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then she went to Florida for a week, and I, I was like, I don't, I don't know even know how to function. With myself. Yeah, yeah, and I 
watched, I spent time by myself and like people came to hang out at my house Mm -hmm. and I like, it's like, I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. this is just what we've done. And out there, I'm sure lots of people would be like, that's really unhealthy. You guys should know how to fucking whatever. And I, I, Mm-mm. We just operate incredibly well together. Yes. And yeah. she helps me a lot moderate myself and not mm-hmm. fuck with people when I'm out in public and not make a fucking fool out of myself and not like, so there's, I've told you before, like there's some shit that I get upset about it and I'm just in it before I even know that I'm in it, you know, and it's too late and I'm already fucking ramped up and I'm like yelling about something and it's my wife is one of few people that can kind of hit it off before it gets to that point and make sure that I'm not screaming at a one-handed man in a fucking David Buster's <laughs> so long as I've not had too much to drink. You know, there's a, a yes. tipping point on that where it's like, no, fuck that. I'm not yes. leaving until my exact words turn when we were there. She's like, well, like, let's just go. And I said, I'm not leaving until I speak to a manager. Mm-hmm. And she said, Okay, well, I'm going to go sit outside. <laughs> okay, I don't want to be here for this. No, train no, she doesn't like that shit. She doesn't, and I don't, I don't think that she would say that it embarrasses her, you know, but it's right. not a thing where she's like, I'm proud, you know, that my husband <laughs> right. is arguing about this, but she understood that. You know, like yeah. I just spent a hundred dollars here, and I'm not about to like. Yeah, yeah she's okay with just saying so, fuck it. Sure. I'm out. And that was my deal. Was I was like, I'm not trying to just stand here a bitch. Like I'm trying to get my money back, and then Absolutely. we can go. You know, yeah. and that's. And I think a lot of that, you know, because everybody, I remember, I berated you relentlessly during that time, <laughs> um, and I feel bad about that, by the way. But you know, like my relationship was established on the foundation that I was gone two to three weeks at a time. And right. so that mm-hmm. was, we, that was just the deal. And we were both, we worked our relationship on that foundation. So right. it just was. And so somebody who doesn't do that right off the bat, I can see that's like a weird thing for you. It's yeah. like, well, I haven't spent a day apart from this woman for X number of fucking years. This is weird. Right. And that totally makes sense to me. And when Jordan was gone, Dan, my boss, said that to me, that he was like, oh, I don't know. You know, Robin and I have been married for X amount of time, and we've spent five nights away from each other at the mm-hmm. most, you yeah. know, until mm-hmm. one of her kids moved away. Like, their kids moved away to another state, and, you know, like, for that. But years, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Tyler is 27, I think, 28, you know, and he's the youngest mm-hmm. of their children. So it's from the time that they got married until that long, you know, they've spent very few nights apart. And we're, we're really good at it. Me and Morgan, (laughs) we met each other over the internet. We lived in completely different counties Mm -hmm. and then we're across the water. Yeah. And then when our relationship started, it was literally, we saw each other two days a week. We saw each other on weekends for Mm -hmm. well over a year. Yeah. Well, even we were engaged before we lived together. We were seeing each other more than two days a week. (laughs) Two days a week. Yeah. And so our whole relationship is built on, on that as a normalcy. Right. Yeah. And so now, I guess I don't know. I don't. It doesn't really bother me thinking about. Like I don't want to be away from you because I right. like you. You're cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but right. Like, but if you got the fuck out a little bit, I wouldn't. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> funny because they they went on their fishing trip right yeah. the yeah. first weekend of June, and the my first initial was like yes, <laughs> like, I get a girls' weekend. I don't have to be scared every time I walk around a corner. Like it's gonna be awesome. 
And because Jake jumps out at me all the time. And you guys, every time. I like the driveway brake checks. Have you heard that story? Like the first time Jake did that when we were in, I drove like a little go kart when we first it was met. Like a little Scion toaster oven. Like, oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Cars, yeah. I forgot and about yeah. that. So car. Jake did it to me like the first time I was filling up my gas, right? And so I get in the car and I turn on the car and he screams. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is my car blowing up? And I straight like stiff arm him and he hits his head. My head bounced off the passenger window. Like it, was a, it was an instant attack. But you guys, he reaction. still does it. Like, he still he does scream. that insanity. Yeah, yeah just that's randomly. Funny. That's fucking funny. It's, just watch oh my her, gosh, you know, it drives me insane. She's really in some deep thoughts. <laughs> I'm just really getting heavy into something. I'm sitting at the oh, counter. Yes. I'll, I'll be like eating some cereal or something. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking drops a bunch of shit. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. It's daily, yeah. though. That's it is funny. daily. Oh. So whatever my you point haven't was. adapted to that yet. No, <laughs> because he's so good at it. Like you are going so... first in the zombie apocalypse. You oh can't evolve to your surroundings. No, oh gosh, no. <laughs> I'm the first person gone. We, it's so funny that you talk about that because Jake brought it up. What was it yesterday? A couple days ago, he was like, "So how do you feel about us like preparing for the end of the world? Right? Like because it's inevitably happening because of our environment right now. Inevitably and." I was like, I mean, I'm all about it, but I will be one of the first people to <laughs> go because I just like, She's the like I'm not going to gather shit. I'm yeah, not like hunt. I'm not going to hunt. I don't know what. And I was like, the only thing that would keep me alive is my ginger hair and simply for reproductive process, like purposes. That's the only thing. Yeah. Otherwise, but I'm it's a just recessive gene. I'm I mean, out. Those are not good numbers. Yeah. Well, but Jake's got it. So if Jake's alive and he keeps, you know, like there's potential chances for me to live. But yeah. otherwise, <laughs> no, I'm so you see, okay. like there's no way. I think. But also that, still dependent on Jake. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> like I would not live it through a zombie apocalypse if Jake was not my partner. You have to there's protect no way. her and breed with her. Exactly. Yeah, apparently so. Exactly. He's got to do all the work. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 what's, toast. I'm total what's, toast. What's scarier than a zombie? A redheaded zombie. That's yeah. Preach. Oh my god. There it is. That is terrifying. That's terrifying what I think. <laughs> I mean, Dax and I could be a great duo because he's a little ginger too. So maybe like, we could be super fearful. I but. was really really scared before he was born about his red hair. <laughs> but it looks good. I think. Like I think it looks good because it's not I'm like biased, super but. red. You know, not that your hair doesn't look good, but I mean, it does. But um. I just because I was scared because people wouldn't think he was my kid, right? If he was straight fucking gin. Talk to my mama. Like he, they just they would be like, "Oh, so like is this like your nephew?" I'm like, "Right, fucking son, man. This is my boy." Oh yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. And I would get really defensive about it because it's Mm -hmm. my fucking kid, and that's who I am, and I'm a fucking dick. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's nice. It's like a you know like an auburnish like a brownish red type mm-hmm. of color, and uh-huh. it, it's starting to grow back. Uh, he lost a lot of it from laying on his back for so long that he would <laughs> turn his head and like wore all the hair away. Was Jordan like toe blonde when she was born? Uh, yeah, 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 blonde when she was born, and then it's like her hair color now is her natural hair color yeah. because she dyed it for so long and fucked it all up, and <laughs> she can't fuck with Mm-mm. her hair anymore, uh-huh. or else it'll just all fall out. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, because when I was born, and same with Carolina, like, we were both platinum blondes. Yeah. Super My brother was, too. Me and Colin we, were, like, blue-eyed, blonde, Aryan poster children. Right. Like, that's really a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. 
I got massive hat head going on. Yeah, you do. You, do. you know, and I mean, Karen, I am hair is so dark now. Yeah. I take my hat off frequently. I think my hair podcast. might have gotten darker than yours. We had the same color blonde hair. Oh yeah, but I can't tell. Oh yeah, we were fucking platinum blonde when we were yeah. kids too. That's weird. People, that's people thought we well, were brothers for a long time. Well, if it makes you feel time. better, people I take think that. our yeah. niece Everly out all the time, and she's blonde, blue eyes, and people think I'm her mother all the time. <laughs> and Everly will be like. <laughs> Excuse me, that's my auntie. <laughs> and she just, we were at the post she office and she rolled her eyes and was like, this is my auntie. And I was like, yes, queen, like you own that. Like, she's she such an awesome kid. She's man. so great. And so, but I think, you know, anytime an adult is with a child, it's just instantly assumed that it's, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh-huh. you're there. So don't take it with a grain of salt because it's, People are just people. Yeah. So there was one thing I wanted to hit a minute ago because we were talking about like how you would be like, dude, I'm the first one dead in the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Right? Jess, so, Jess knows. <laughs> in the impending doom to come, there is going to be a need for people that cannot defend themselves and they must be protected because it is imperative. Their existence is imperative to a successful civilization to thrive. And, and How, your, what do you because, mean? Yeah, so, I don't understand that. Especially to a, do work at camp, is that what you mean? Essentially to provide okay. the services and to work. Not because you're a woman, because you can't no. do anything. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a combination okay. Okay. of, you know, alpha males and alpha females that do the security. <laughs> and your brother knows how to bake. He'll away. be there too. He will be so. Yeah. So he'll and then be you have the beta Evan and I'll be buddies. <laughs> and then you have the beta males and the beta women in camp and other yes, stuff. I love it. I'm I love just it. no, no I, survival numbers. But your staff, your particular skill. <laughs> the staff members. Oh my god. They're in the support The caretakers. Oh my gosh. So, I love it. That's but, me. But for real though, like <laughs> you have a good background in say like you know, psychology. Right. I do. You will be pivotal <laughs> be in keeping everyone else yeah. that goes out and gets Same. fucked up all the time and their people are fucking dying mm-hmm. left and right and we you need to be there to provide, you know, guidance and keep those people from losing their fucking minds. You have a pivotal role to play in the impending But will impo- it be apocalypse. considered pivotal? I don't Absolutely. know. Okay, so in, even, yeah, okay but hold on. married to Jake. Pause button. Okay. <laughs> so you're locked But pause button. Even today, with our planet not exploding and no zombies yet, mm-hmm. my line of work, my career is not pivotal. Nobody values like education or mental health or anything like that too many people that want to do it so why excuse you (laughs) why would it (laughs) why would it change when we have zombies everywhere because right now we don't have the the survival threat well we should okay so see that's sorry go ahead well i'm just saying that's a good point is the survival threat the survival instinct in people i don't think anyone can hear could say who you are really on the inside and how successful you would be in nope. that scenario until no, that I scenario see, yeah. hit. Oh, like, for there's, sure. There's a Whole huge chance us three dudes, big tough guys I'll with guns, first. and you know, we could all curl up like little sissies and I could win. And fail and Morgan could just yeah. totally break out of some weird <laughs> instinctual shell 
and like lead Mad Max into the future. You know Hell what I'm yeah, saying? With my dog by my side. So I don't think anybody nope. knows what they're capable of. Is my point. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You don't know what you're oh, capable yeah, of for sure. Until your life and the people you care about's life is on the line. But Absolutely. when you hit me with the hypotheticals of like eating rabbits and pooping in a bucket and farming things, <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm out. You Those just don't count on true me. True stories of survival. Don't Build count. something around the bucket. But still, <laughs> but still, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not there. A nice little curtain, and you know, even just the three of us we could build an outhouse in a day you know, I know you could you know? I know but I'm not on board you know and I gotta think about, <laughs> I, just, like, I don't fuck an outhouse I'm just I don't not care. doing that not and I, I have a problem with where we're at and in our current toilet and like human waste removal oh yeah like <laughs> Why? Where we're at in technology? Why? Because we've been using the same (laughs) shit for so long now. Think we should have figured it out by now? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about colonizing fucking Mars here. We're still shitting in water. Do you know what happens? Good water. What are we supposed to do with it? I don't know yet. They purify. Use it for fuel. Or you ship fuel? Did you happen to see? Oh, or poop too. That works. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, hydroelectric, right? Get, yeah, you, you can you create this like yeah. pit, right, <laughs> and a collection system that gathers the methane that comes from the shit, and then you just funnel that off, and now you have a methane powered colony. That's composting. You can make alcohol yeah. with it. It's called Jankum. Jank- oh god, wine. I don't know yeah. if that's. I thought that was more like a, just a drug that you inhaled. I like Jankum. Jankum. Yeah, you smell it. But, guys, you know, yeah, or, or you can get fucked that. up off it. I guess is more my point. Like some, <laughs> if it comes down to it. But what I'm saying is, a zombie <laughs> apocalypse Thank would you. give me the uh, the opportunity to engineer to engineer a better human waste disposal system. You don't feel you're provided the time now, and that's the thing. There's no that's, money in it right that's now. That's the only thing that's stopping you. Is yeah, just, what am know, I going to do? Like, yeah, 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 no, we can't do it. What are we going to redo the entire infrastructure of the entire com- yes. country? Yes, I you mean, are. So at this pace, you'll be 65 before you like co- mm. have enough time to come up with the idea. No way, the planet's going to explode before he's 65. So, sure. Yeah, so I need, a, sure. I need to... So? 100%. I better hit up AOC and uh, 100%. Yeah. tell her that she better add an addendum to the Green New Deal about uh, working Zombies. on human waste disposal because I we're not, we, we can't be flushing water down the toilet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know if exploding planet is it's really happening. the future. It's coming That's like very long next time. week. Why don't we just like drill into the core of the earth and just have all pipes just dump into the core? Do you remember that just movie? <laughs> what the, is it? Core? Day after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, it, where the core of the earth stopped spinning yeah. and they had to. Do you never seen this? The uh, Hillary Swank is in it, and yeah. uh, like a couple other people. Yeah, yeah. And they build this fucking like a yeah. drill train. <laughs> the drill train. They, they drill into the the core of the earth. Are they gonna, like, oh yeah, and it's a molten. nuke inside of it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, called like core or something. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And they yeah. break yeah. off pieces of of the train drill and explode them in sequence to yeah to like get to, the earth to, rotating. To restart the. So core if you ask my buddy Josh Hagen, I don't know if you guys. Talked about it on the show down good in California. Dude. He oh, will Josh. talk about that fucking movie forever. He loves really? that fucking movie. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him like, that we talked about the this. Who loves the core? Like, <laughs> he's got really that's passionate so beliefs as to why Josh. it's like the best movie ever. So. That's I am yeah. interested to hear that. I would like if you're listening to this, which I hope that you get him to. Yes, please email me. Like, reach out to me because I want to know. You'll why meet him. Best. He'll be here for the wedding. Well, Don't fuck worry. Yes, I want to hear. He'll be here for all. At least Let's a drink week. a beer and you tell me yes. about why the core is the best movie. Oh ever. yeah, dude, I would fucking love to get Josh on the cast. That's a smart guy, man. He's he is so 
fucking funny. I'm not going to take the story from him, but he told me this cockroach story uh, (laughs) the other day, and he will. uh, I I don't know. I don't think I've. I haven't laughed that hard in fucking years, man. It's a good story. He's one of the best humans to ever walk the earth. So. So Go ahead. Yep, let me do it. My turn. Um, so I, want- <laughs> I keep like jumping in. No, yeah. you're perfect. Go. This is a topic swift. It's a bullshit conversation. Like two weeks ago, you hit up me and Colin on the side, and you told us about experience you had when you were at the Humane Society, mm-hmm. right? Where you ran oh, yeah. you feel kind of okay with? Uh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so. There were some dudes you ran into, and they were like, one of them was open carrying, and you just felt uncomfortable, right? Like they were, you know, brandishing their pistols above it their wasn't, heads or anything. Yeah, and it wasn't just so. Do you want me to like set it up or do? Yes, okay. yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, so that my better, actually, my wonderful so. sister and I, new sister, um, were at the Humane Society, and I mean, everybody at this table knows when I go to the Humane ah, Society, I am too. there to rescue every dog in there. And um, rescue free dog. Yeah, I just you know I want. They are not free. First of all, <laughs> let's not, clear no. that out. Animals that was a deep cut. They are super not free. Not free. I cost two grand after a month, dude. Yeah, that, that goes to Bill Burr. Not uh, me. Yeah. Bill Burr. So, that anyways, dog even came free and she wasn't free. I'm oh gosh, you. they are no. so not free. So, anyways, <laughs> my sweet sister and I were at the Humane Society and we walked through all the kennels. Anyways, we Fucking found cats two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We found her dream dog, and so we went back up front, and we're sitting to do, like, the meet and greet with the dog, right? And um, these two gentlemen walk in. One of them was open carrying, and it wasn't the fact that he was open carrying. It was the situation that we were placed in. His demeanor. And his demeanor and how escalated his behavior was and just reading body language and everything. And... um, Oh yeah, because you could tell when somebody. What was he upset about? I'm so sorry. they, um, their dogs had been brought to the humane society, had been rescued off the road from someone and brought to the humane society. They had run out from their yard or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Were at, and so the gentlemen that came to get them back were upset that the dogs were vaccinated before they were put into the shelter, and they had to pay for those vaccinations. Okay. And so. The state law in Washington is that before any dog enters a shelter, they have to be vaccinated to protect the the other animals. Right. So they were upset that they were having to pay those fees when they're receiving their dogs back, which... If you're a responsible dog owner, your dog shouldn't have escaped yeah, to begin no with. Have them anyway, yeah. and they should and be. My dog's spayed. a little behind, but I know she needs them. Right, you know exactly. Like and so neither of the dogs are spayed or neutered, and so there's a fee that goes on with that as well because they're in a shelter. You know, regardless. So they were very agitated about the situation, and uh, my sister and I were sitting there, kind of just observing because we were legit just waiting to hang out with this dog named Zucchini, who's now <laughs> Cooper. Um, but anyways. <laughs> So we were sitting there and we just we weren't uncomfortable until you could like cut the tension in the air with a knife, you know, like you just felt it. And, um, you know, their voices started escalating and one of them kept like walking out of the shelter and walking back in and he was pretending to be talking on his phone. And my sister and I are both in like the behavioral science field and mental illness and things like that. So we know how to read a room and read body language and all those things. And this is in fact your profession. Yes. Or at least your, uh, your expertise. Yes. And so, you know, her and I are just kind of like, trying to stay calm, trying to not let anything escalate. We're just watching. And we just 
we felt really unsafe and we both came to the conclusion like we're going to come back and see this dog later we need to leave and the words like i feel unsafe legitimately came out of my mouth while we were sitting there yeah and so we're both driving home in the car and both of us are kind of like decompressing and processing what happened and i i legitimately said to her i wish jake had been there because jake has his CPL. He knows, right? Did I say mm-hmm. that right? Um, I like that. He knows, yeah, you know, what's going on. He's a responsible firearm owner. And I would have felt safer in that situation if Jake had been there. Yeah. Not necessarily because I think anything was going to happen, but just the fact that I know Jake could have protected me. Like yeah. if something had mm-hmm. happened, Jake would have had the means to protect me in that situation. And that was like a huge turning point for me in my life because I am, I have always been so anti gun always. I'm just liberal through and through. I've always just not agreed with it. I don't think they're necessary, but in that moment I was like, I understand now why there are some people that feel that they need to have this. And yeah. I'm not upset that this is a right per se. Right. I'm upset that they are so easily obtainable, but I'm not upset that my partner in life <coughs> carries and protects me and is a responsible person with that firearm. Yeah. So I thought that was a really, I mean, if I was, I told I was, I was not happy yeah. that you had that experience. Yeah. But happy that you had that thought process, you mm-hmm. know, that that's where it was at and not to a point of like, I, you know, I can't believe that guy's able to just carry a gun around with him wherever he wants, you know, yeah. sketchy. like I'm glad that it, it went in, I feel personally a more positive and productive direction right. than what could be a more denigrated direction and just the idea yeah. as a whole, you know? Yeah. And what could have caused problems between you and Jake if it had gone, you know, in, yeah. Whatever. But, um, and so I was thinking about that the other day, right? Because I've had mine for like three weeks, I think, and I've been carrying it with me consistently for like two weeks, you mm-hmm. know? And I was walking out of like a, I don't know, just like a store or something like that the other day. And I just had a thought that I felt more in control of the situation I was in, hmm. you know? Not that I, I didn't feel more powerful, you know? I right, wasn't right. like, I can fucking do whatever I want. Like, yeah. it wasn't that, you know? Absolutely. But I felt, and even just, I wasn't, in a, a scared situation, I, there was nothing that was happening that was making me feel like I'm really glad I have a gun. You know, I just felt I just feel more control of the situation mm-hmm. that I am in right now. You know, and I I liked that. Like mm-hmm. I liked the feeling of I've like I said, just more control. Like mm-hmm. if I have more options of things if scenarios were to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I've I liked that. You know, sure. I, I was happy to. Is that, have you felt that way before? Absolutely. We live in a, 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 as much as a lot of people like to think it's a wonderful world full of rainbows and ponies and daisies and stuff. We're surrounded by evil people with evil intentions every day and you don't realize it. Yeah. Uh And so we are not born as humans with claws and teeth and the ability to, teeth, teeth, (laughs) the ability to defend ourselves naturally. And uh, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's, beyond a right it's a natural it's an it's beyond like a a a, a right through a, a country government or whatever right. it's like a natural like right a natural inclination yeah to carry to have 
the the ability to to have the same advantage as anyone else when it comes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. And so it feels weird to me when I don't have it. Like that's how long I've carried a firearm now. And I pray to God, like I never ever have a reason to ever take it out. Mm-hmm. But I can't leave my house without it now. Right. Like, it's just not something I ever do. I don't take it to places where it's not allowed. Obviously. Right. Um, which I have done before. Like I went into a, a federal IRS building on accident, and as soon as I got up to the metal detectors, I went, "Oh fuck me, I'm going to go to prison." And I turned around and walked right back out, and, <laughs> and went home and put it away, and then went back to go do my taxes. <laughs> but but yeah, I think uh, absolutely. And again, it's a, like what you said; it's not a feeling of power and oh, I'm badass now, and all these people are going to get right, the fuck out right. of my way because I got a firearm now. No, nobody needs to know I have it. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, <clears throat> You have that much more control over your own destiny. Yep, your own right, fate. Your own exactly. Life. I'm not going to leave anything to chance. If I if I have the option to increase safety and survivability, why the fuck wouldn't I exercise that right. option? You know? And I try and be extra vigilant that people don't know that I have it. You know, it's like that's too suicide yeah. because I I don't ever think that if. If someone were to see it, they would be like, hey, you know, I know it makes me uncomfortable that you're carrying a friend. You're a fucking stranger. Like, I don't yeah. think that anyone would ever say that right. to me. No. Like, that's a, and if they did, I would yeah. tell them, like, that's, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I just don't give a shit. It literally you know? happened I'm to me once gonna, like, at a restaurant and my, really? I was sitting in a booth and my pistol happened to be poking out and I was leaning forward and the waiter tapped me on the shoulder and he goes, hey man, your piece is showing. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. I covered my shirt. Like, that's the only time anyone has ever pointed out as far as a stranger. <clears throat> That I've ever had a firearm, and it was a cool encounter. Right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you could have been like, "What the fuck?" Called the cops, you know? Right? Yeah. And I, um, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 just a, it's just just to make sure. You know, it's like no one needs to know. It doesn't need to be like a talk. You know, I know yep. fucking. I've shown people will come to my house. You guys, when I was at your house, you know, but it's not like when I'm out in public mm-hmm. and I run into someone. I'm like, oh hey man. Also, I fucking like check out this fucking gun that I picked up. You know, yeah, like right. it's not, it's not something that is like a. Uh, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. You set it on the counter when you're ordering at McDonald's, you exactly. know. That's exactly. Well, and that's what put it into, like, a huge perspective for me was, like, we're at an animal shelter of all places, like, mm-hmm. where you're, you know, supposed to be excited and happy and rescuing, saving a animal's life, and then you're put in this situation, and you're kind of like, I text, I sent Jake a text when we were sitting in that lobby, and I was like, hey, are you home? Cause I was, I was freaked out. Like yeah. Jenny and I were freaked out and, um, he's like, no, I'm at work. What's going on? And I was like, oh, okay, we're just going to leave because, you know, I was going to ask him to come down at that point. I, you know, it probably would have been 20 minutes before he was there, but right. still, it was, you know, it's just like that situation. <clears throat> it was, it was a super, and I remember texting you guys the same day. Cause I was like, I needed to process it and get it out, but it was also such an impactful moment in my life because it made me really appreciate every week Jake's you know Jake's responsibility and yeah. Jake's desire and willingness to protect but also do it in a way that's right so mm. yeah that was crazy that was a crazy moment so yes. I wanted to ask yeah. you guys your opinion last week we talked about and you may or may not have listened to it it's totally fine if you didn't we, we talked did. about um, Eric Swalwell who is mm-hmm. a candidate for Democratic Democratic mm-hmm. candidate for president, right? And he is talking about <clears throat> what he's calling an assault weapons ban, right? And so yes. he's talking about, you know, any, you know, military style assault weapon that's, you know, semi automatic rifles that he's using the same 
slightly more specific, but still generally vague language, things. right? That's right. On repeat, still yeah. ill-defined. It's not, you know, yeah. because we've talked about it before, Colin and I specifically, when we've talked deeply about guns, that one of the big problems is that, like, assault rifle is not defined well enough anywhere Correct. for it to be used as a definition in any type of anything, you know? Mm-hmm. In a general discussion, like, you and I were both talking about guns, whatever. You know, we could use it offhandedly or whatever, but it's not a technical term that you could use, certainly not a legal term you mm-hmm. can use when you're trying to craft legislation, mm-hmm. you know? So I was curious as to what your guys' opinions were, if you're willing to share them on that. Um, and we, you know, we read it last week, or at least mm-hmm. an article that had most of it in there that, you know, he wants a forced buyback of all the ones that are already existing in the country to pay people. I think it was a thousand dollars up to 1500, something like that for mm-hmm. what that, which I'm, I'm sure there is a, whole bunch of fucking rifles that cost way more than $1,500. You know what I'm saying? That That's, um, and then, you know, for them to not be sold at all anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was curious as to what your guys' opinions were, if you were willing to share them. And we talked about it, not in favor. Yeah. That's ludicrous for similar reasons that I just shared with you. You know, that's not, not defined well enough. You're in, you know, it's not, good to decide what people can do you know and to to force people to get rid of things they already have you know it's it's a whole other deal so i I mean i have i have 15 different subcategories of reasons of why it is absolute bullshit (laughs) right whole thing uh i'll try to i guess sort of summarize a couple of uh, history for one of them uh disarming the population is what the number one cause of Lots and lots of dead people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Australia. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, <clears throat> Not, like, countering that. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Okay, so. I didn't mean to start a debate. No, no. Just the curious. No, because we love on this. each other. Oh, yeah, we okay. bitch about this to each other all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure this yeah. is not the first time right. this conversation's been had. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Yeah. <laughs> There's usually yeah. been a lot of wine involved. Too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I... I <laughs> Why don't you give your... Uh, no, you go loser. first. Okay. You go first. I'll, I'll keep my mouth... No, no, no. I'll keep my mouth shut. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have interrupted. You go first, and then I'm I will so happy I chime in. So, okay, so I'm, a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, a huge advocate for gun ownership and owning any and all styles and types of firearms. As Americans, it's our right. Um, I also am on the side that I do believe there should be and can be some slightly stricter regulations in acquiring them and training for them. Do you, can I ask you not to interrupt you, but do you have any limitations as far as like fucking like, you know, RPGs and like shit like that? Like people owning those. I have absolutely no problem with it. But, but as the more hardcore it gets, the more training and regulation needs to be acquired with them. You know, silencers and fully automatic weapons, which as most people don't know that are super against that, that is a, hell of a process to get to, to own a fully own automatic it. weapon Absolutely. And, and silencers yeah. like it's insane to go through that as easy as everyone thinks it is it's not fucking easy it's not easy at all but regardless of that um when we talked about even for yeah. me to buy my pistol it took me almost yeah. a fucking month you know to, i mean waiting for the cpl yeah. and everything but even if i had a new stuff to fax in the background check we can which yeah. can take a month anyway you know it's not you can't just walk in excuse me and walk out the same day with a right. pistol that you're like I like this one you know it is not that easy and like no, no, and no. it's it is touted as that very frequently you mm-hmm. know that oh it's easier than fucking buying a book you yeah. know that you can mm-hmm. just go in and buy one and it's not especially in like in 
the 1st of July, you know, even just buying a semi-automatic rifle, there's a 10-day waiting period mandatory, you know, mm-hmm. not including your background check, all the whatever. And when you have your CPL now, you can do an instant background check. They can just look it up online starting in July. You have to do a faxed in background check, even if you have a CPL, every time you buy. Every single time. Yep. Even yep. if it's a pistol or semi-automatic rifle that fits into that category that they mm-hmm. have laid out in the new bill. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shotguns and Stuff like that is still fine, um, but, you know, bolt-action rifles, but as far as, yeah, so I thought that that was interesting, you know, like you said, sure. it's, it's not as easy as, as no, it's made. not as easy know? at all, and I, I've, I mean, I've owned guns, my family's owned guns my whole life, and I have absolutely no problem. It's not a huge hassle to me if they all of a sudden required, uh, um, okay, you've owned guns your whole life, but now we're interested in this new law where you need to take a training course before you purchase any new firearms. Yeah. Or, or there's more stringent uh, background checks or whatever. I don't fucking care. Like, right. I'm a legal owning firearms. You know, I don't care. If that takes a little extra work to get another gun, go nuts. If it keeps people safe and it's the right thing to do, why would I bitch about that? Yeah. Being a problem. But, but completely limiting my access to them without giving me the opportunity to prove that I'm a safe, intelligent, and sane person to own these. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, that I, I don't, yeah. I don't trust. I don't trust governments. I don't trust neighbors that I don't know. Right. Let alone the Word. overlord who's going to uh, tell me what I can and can't own to keep myself safe while they're to pointing. To decide at, how safe yeah. you are. And then, yeah, yeah they're going to be the ones who protect us while they're, you know, pointing drone cameras at my house, you know, ready to blow us to hell because we own whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my, uh, you know, I'm going into weird. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, they're going to yeah. kill you. It's going to be quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Say. I just, uh, I don't believe in people telling me that I can't protect myself um, with the same stuff that they're able to come after me with, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the whole point of, of yeah. being a U.S. citizen is the right to the same amount of, of safety and peace of mind as 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 much as possible, I guess I'm saying. So, I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way <laughs> to tie it together. Yeah. 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 I can rant and rave and go into weird bam- rambles about that. Friend. No, we'll do that another <laughs> time. Can. We'll do that at your guys' house <laughs> next time. He can. Right. He can do that. Anyways. All right, Morgan, what you got? I can't do it. Undo it. Okay, so when I first met Jake, I'm going to put this into context a little bit. When I first met Jake, I was anti-gun everything. Right. No guns. I believed everybody should not have one. The only person that should have it is someone who has had the training and the military background to require that weapon mm-hmm. um my viewpoint has shifted some because of having jake in my life and him educating me and being around the conversation and the physical gun i'm looking at it right now itself <laughs> um but i still like i i think all of jake's points are super valid and i i don't have the blinders on anymore where it's like no i can't hear that mm-hmm. side of the argument at all which is really good yeah so and so, so i like you a lot thank that. you because i don't i don't have that anymore i do think though that if someone has the desire to have an automatic weapon that they need to go through that same training that someone in the military has to go through to carry that weapon. Um, And so, and I think that's where Jake and I really meet on that middle ground is that um, we really do believe, I don't want to speak for you, but I really do believe in the strong background checks and the training and everything that goes along with it. 
because I think it really does take a very specific type of person to be able to, to sorry, to be able to like carry that weapon yeah, and be responsible for that weapon. And, um, I don't know, like my, my grandpa had guns my entire life. My uncles, every, like I've been around them my entire life, but I, I still just had, I had the blinders on, you know, cause I was so against all of it and coming mm-hmm. from the public education background and everything, just these school shootings and everything. It's just, it's so aggravating to me that it's still happening. And I, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily blame <laughs> the gun anymore necessarily. Yeah. Um, as the person who told me. Exactly. And I, I just, I'm such a huge proponent of <clears throat> stronger background checks and training and yeah. classes that are necessary to be able to have the weapon because I think there's such a huge and high level of responsibility that goes with carrying that on your person that you need to have someone teaching you how to have that. You know? And I told you, I thought it was interesting that someone who has even less experience than I do could do the same thing that I did and buy a pistol and go home right. and then do whatever. Like, I think that that's pretty interesting. Well, you know, and that's that what Jake said. You don't he have said, to prove any type of proficiency exactly. at all. Like, yeah. they, you, you know, they'll just, and it's not, you know, they'll just, they'll hand you the gun at the store. You know, if you've right. never held a gun before. Like, you don't know how to, like, you don't know how to put the slide back. You don't know how to put a magazine. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. So, right. you just, you just fucking, you just look at it, you know. You may not even know to, like, look through the sights or anything. You're like, word, let me get that one, you know. And you can just go home with it after yeah. the background check comes. Like, I think that's very interesting. Well, yeah, and that's you know? the problem I have because I have never touched touched jake's weapon before i've never held it i've never i've never held a gun i've never shot a gun i've never done anything like that but i could go to a store and go through the process and purchase one and be holding it like okay now what do i do when you being 18 over 18 yeah you could go and buy a shotgun today and even correct even an ar-15 today Mm -hmm. until july 1st right Walk in day of and walk straight out. You mm-hmm. know? Which, and that's my problem. Yeah. That's my problem right there. And I think if just – I'm not afraid to get a little political right now. To After background no. check. But uh, you know. I think that might be part of the problem in the, the gun control debate is nobody has common ground. Yes. Really. But if you frame the conversation in a way that says, hey, I want you to carry guns too. I just want to make sure that the right people are owning them. Not right. mm-hmm. we want to make sure that mm-hmm. the people that we are allowing, I guess, quote unquote, right. probably the wrong word, but to carry, you know, weapons like that, you know, we just want them to be in the hands of, you know, the right people that it's going to be safe with. And right. then I know that as a society, I'm safer. And that's even if I don't want a gun myself. That's, I feel like that could be a common mindset for people. Yeah. How can we get to that place? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. If, if that could be the, the tenor of the discussion, it might actually be a fruitful conversation. Yes. Well, and that's the, the negative about modern media and the positive about the type of shit that we're doing is that yeah. you don't have enough time in five minutes to express anything other than an ideology on, on either yeah. extreme side of the debate where it takes a, a two and a half hour podcast or TV show 
for you know to have a conversation long enough for you guys to be able to have a conversation for an hour to be right. like, mm-hmm. okay, I understand what you're saying. I mm-hmm. see how maybe I'm thinking a little bit too radically. And even him, you know, he could be like, well, maybe I'm thinking a little bit too radically. Maybe we can both come a little bit this way, you know? Yeah. You can't do that in five minutes and ten minutes, even a fucking half hour. Like, yeah. it takes yeah. more time. I'm, I can't, I'm sure neither of you know exactly how many times you've talked about fucking guns before. So many And it's times. taken that many times for either of you to move however far you have. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's not something when it's, it's something that's so serious, you know, like, like abortion. It's not something that can be discussed in, a, in a half hour you yeah. know, between two people who don't fucking know each other. Yeah. It just, it doesn't work like that, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you, Colin, how much... Rifle training did you do in boot camp before you moved on to A school? Hmm. Mostly focused on pistol, but rifle, I mean, you probably spend about a day of training alone just to learn nomenclature and cleaning and operation and yeah. safety. You know, the nice thing about firearms in general is firearms safety, 99% of the time, covers about 99% of any firearms that you as a civilian will touch. Right. Mm. So, I mean, it's the same basic rules. You don't, don't point the barrel at anything unless you intend to kill or destroy it. You know, it's just the same basic rules. Always assume that it's loaded, you know, the the normal things. I mean, right. But once you learn that, you learn the mechanics of, um, and then there's, you know, a whole aspect of just the, the concept of aiming. You know, that works again. That's universal to a pistol and a rifle, different methods, but the idea is the same. You need to be able to punch straight and you need to know that you can't be scared of that kickback that's coming. You know, all the little things like that. But then, I mean, we probably spent a day on the, what were we shooting back then? M14. M14, probably something like that. I don't remember. More time on pistol. Yeah, yeah, more time on pistol because that's generally what we were going to carry, anyways. Right. And uh, but yeah, I mean, especially because once you start to shoot a rifle, you find out it's pretty goddamn simple. You just, it's it's a lot of finessing to get better. But I mean, to be able to put a shot down range at fifty yards or something like that, most people can, uh, can you know figure reliably out. figure that out pretty well. Yeah. You can hit a broadside of a barn. Yeah, but there, was, there wasn't <laughs> the too much training, you know. Was just kind of get this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you got to remember, too, in boot camp, you're immersed in training 24-7. Right. And so it's kind of hard to really transfer that level of training over to, like, a civilian world. But, you know, mm-hmm. a good yeah. solid one day should do you. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel That's like I would feel better as a citizen, as someone who's not – educated very well on guns like i would feel better knowing that people have to take a class before yeah holding one you know like i have to take how many months of driver's ed do we have to take before we drive a car Mm -hmm. i know that's totally different but it's like you know like i would feel better if there was some type of class involved and and i would i would counter that i got my license when i was 18 right i didn't take driver's ed because i didn't have no fucking money so when i took it i took my driver's test twice and the written test once and then they gave me and then there's your license right for sure i I drove without a license for fucking years rode dirty as shit (laughs) right and you know, had yeah. got two tickets for it, and then mm-hmm. got a license. Yeah, but you don't think still, about right. you don't think about that driving down the road. You don't no. think that 
every one of these motherfuckers around me, no. the hundreds of cars right. that you pass driving to work in the morning or something like that, you have no idea how good a driver they are. Mm-hmm. And they're driving a fucking, you know, a one, a, I don't know, a thousand pound fucking cage you do when you right see- at you at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> no, you see them doing some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other day we're coming down Brushing the hill, teeth. coming out yeah. from down Paulsbo, down that big, I don't know what that yes. main drag is, coming down from Walmart down into down, down to Paulsbo. Yeah, yeah. And it's four lanes when you're coming down because you got the two turn lanes going left on Bond yep. and the two straight lanes going up into Paulsbo. Yeah. Four lanes of one direction traffic, two lanes coming up. And we come down to the turn lane and there's a motherfucker sitting in the fifth lane over facing the wrong direction waiting at the stoplight. He's sitting in oncoming traffic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You didn't even realize that. Getting ready to turn left. You know, there's, so now there's three rows of cars turning left and this guy is in oncoming traffic just chilling there at the stoplight. Yeah. And on there, I was like, Jake, green. what is that car doing? He's like, yeah. what do you mean? It's like, someone. It's fucked up, dude. Like, too many, what the fuck? Too yeah. many bong reps for breakfast or that guy didn't get his license. Uh, dude. Yeah. I, when I was in Long Island, I had a situation one night and I can't remember. Back when I was young and single, I used to do this a lot where I would just like, I'd get bored at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. I'd drive to fucking Starbucks, hit on my Starbucks girls because I dated. There was a single Starbucks that I dated, probably six workers out of there. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it was, it was a weird time in my life. But then I would literally, I'd get coffee and I would just drive in the middle of the night because there's no traffic, you know, I'm just cruising and I'm bombing down the highways. I'm not like speeding or anything. I'm just cruising, listening to music. And in Long Island, the main arteries, you know, running east and west are two lane roads, two to three lane roads on each side mm-hmm. with a, you know, a median in the middle. So you cannot cross over. Yeah. There's cloverleaf intersections every few miles or whatever, but that's it. And I'm cruising around and all of a sudden I see some fucking headlights coming on my side of the fucking road. Fuck. And it starts to get closer and closer and I'm starting to kind of freak out going, what the fuck's going on here? It's like, obviously, this dude's hemmed up. He's twitching on something. You yeah. Know? And so I, f- I played it safe, and I ended up, I pulled off to the side of the fucking road right before one of those uh, cloverleaf things. So you got concrete protecting you head on. Yeah. I fucking shut my lights off because, you know, drunk people are attracted to light and shit. And, you right. know, you just drive right there. So I shut everything off. And this motherfucker just, he's swerving down the freeway, Excuse going the opposite right direction. You. Wow. The next morning, I get up, and I'm going to work. And I see his car fucking plowed in to one of the concrete no. you know, medians in the middle. And his car is just fucked. Wow. So some that's point at the night, he got something bad happened to him. Smashing it. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. So that shit's... <laughs> nobody thinks about that kind of stuff. No. And now I... And I hate that I did that for so long because I should have taken it more seriously. Because now I've like... It almost causes me anxiety to drive because I know that people don't take it seriously. You know, mm-hmm. I know because you see it all the time, people fucking texting while they're driving and shit, you know, and it frustrates me because this, we we're just talking about yesterday and this is exactly how I'm going to frame it to Dax when he's driving. It's like, you don't get to do that because you don't get to make that de- decision for, for other people. Else, yeah. You don't get to decide for them that they're going to die that day or mm-hmm. they, they're going to take someone's life, you know. You, you don't get to make that decision for them. No. That's not, you can make all kinds of decisions in the world, but not ones that impact other people like that. You, you don't go. get to yeah, do that. So you don't get to drink and drive. You don't get to text and drive. You don't get to any of that shit because you don't get to make that choice for someone else. And if you fucking, as much as I love my son more than fucking anything in my life, 
if you are drinking and driving and you kill someone, I will not bail you out of jail. No, yeah. You made a choice for someone else that mm-hmm. you don't get to make. And yeah. I'm not going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. that's, I don't. And I'm, I'm sure that there's a thousand people that would be like, oh, yeah, you fucking say that until he's in jail. But I, when I was growing up and I was going to go out, my mom was pretty lax. She would be like, just be home before I wake up in the morning. You mm-hmm. know, and I was like, word. Like, that sounds good to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But she also said, if you go to jail, don't call me because I will not come and get you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have money to bail you out. I mm-hmm. will not come because you have fucked up. You made your own choice and I'm not going to do that. So call someone else, yeah. you know? You can call me if you want, you know, and if it's for the right shit, like, I'll come and back you. But if you made a choice like that for someone else, I know that's that's on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And that's I will instill that in him from the first time that he even talks about driving until the day that he drives by himself and I'm not there to do anything about it, you mm-hmm. know? And for every day after that, you know, like, just remember, don't be safe. Like, I say the same fucking thing to Jordan. That, mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't text and drive, she doesn't anything like that, but she is... An admittedly distracted person, you know, that she likes to look at stuff and like mm-hmm. whenever and I every time like be safe. Like I don't you know, she's much obviously much better now that there's a fucking baby in the car, but oh, yeah. when she wasn't, you know, like even before, mm-hmm. you know, when we're driving around, she I do that to Carolina she, too. Just, no matter what happens, I always say, Be safe. Yeah. If she's going to Alverson's, if she's coming home from work, anything like that. Because yeah. in my mind, just by saying that and have somebody read that they will be that much more, you know, subconsciously even, that mm-hmm. much more aware and, you know, attention paid to possible dangers. Yeah. Right. You know, which I absolutely love. So my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Um, she always told my brother and I still, to this day, neither of us live with her. Every time she knows we are going somewhere, she says, make good choices. I love you. Yeah. And it, it's no fail. Every single, I can tell her like, okay, I'm on my way to work. I'll talk to you later. Make good choices. I love you. And my high school sign language teacher, Mr. Galt, I doubt he's listening, but shout out Galt, Mr. Galt, I will love you forever because he was the one. He at the end of every class, he would sign and verbally say, "Make good choices" to every single student that walked out of his classroom. Oh, that's cool. Because he, I mean, he—you could tell he genuinely cared about you, and he mm-hmm. genuinely wanted you to make good choices and yeah. be safe. And it's kind of, you know, like it's funny because I still hear him. It was kind of his ritual; like he would do it every class, but Fridays were like his day to really make an impact and really to say it. And still occasionally Fridays, so I like, bitches. I hear his voice occasionally every Friday, like make good choices. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird that it's still like, mm. I have not been in high school for 10 years now. And I yeah. still hear his voice. Like that's, that's impressive. So, so I don't want to take away from that in any way. Cause it's powerful. <laughs> but here we go. But, but here we go. <laughs> but here it is. When somebody said that okay, guy was a prick. Yeah, but fuck that guy. But he <laughs> was, no. So, no, but when somebody him. says... When somebody says make good choices, when have you ever, I don't know, in my personal experience, when have you ever made like a serious choice and gone, this is a bad choice and I'm going to fucking follow through with it? Do you know what I mean? You always think at the moment what you're doing is probably the right thing to do. How do you know you're making some fucking horrendous mistake 
at the moment until after the mistake is made. It's all just in the subconscious, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're chalking this so one up to something says, deeper. Make good choices, it's like, well, I always try to make good choices, but you know, the yeah. shitty ones I make, I don't know they're bad until after I've made them. So. I mean, really? <laughs> I think that I, there's I only, I can only think of like a couple of exceptions to that, and one is like, the guy sold weed for like a while. Okay, yeah. You know, right. and that's like a thing, like when you start doing it, you're like, I know that this is not there's something I should be doing. Yeah. And then you just continue to do it because or, yeah. you've accepted already like I'm not supposed to do this but I agree yeah. on, like on the whole that or when you're 15 when you're, and light a bottle rocket and point at your friend like you know this probably isn't a great <laughs> you, choice that I make you've got but, five seconds yeah, to, to really be like is, will this be okay you yeah, know yeah. Like, probably like, like so it, more in like a broad sense what I meant by that <laughs> oh god no I agree very few exceptions but that's yeah, yeah no, but I the agree. fact that someone who's not related to you or doesn't you know like does you know he gives a shit i know i like i like that a lot that's why i said i didn't want to take away from that at all when i I was in high school i got suspended i think i talked about some podcasts before i like drew this picture and it was the whole deal so i got suspended for 90 days and um when i was gone i had to ask all my teachers you know if they would send me work right you know because i can't go to school and Mm -hmm. i was such a little fucking prick that i only had one teacher two teachers that would send me work and mr huff and mr chapin were the only two that even more willing to be like yeah you were a fuck even in my class but like i don't want you to fail high school because you were a dick you Mm -hmm. know like because you're 15 and you don't know any better and you made a dumb fucking mistake that has cost you half a fucking school year yeah and so they yeah but the, they were the only two you know that would send me work the other ones were like mm-hmm. fuck you you were an <laughs> asshole in my class and i'm not sending you work and if you fail yeah. i don't give a shit you know yeah and that's it's important it wasn't i was it wasn't enough at that time but it's important i think on the whole you know in general for kids to have a teacher at least a couple that actually give a fuck you know because so many of them are for any number of reasons that are and are not under their control you know just don't give a shit you know there's if you're not getting paid enough and your benefits are fuck and you're you know no one appreciates you it's really hard to give a shit about what you're doing you know and it takes real it's and i i I do not at all take away from that it takes a special type of person to be able to withstand that and still go to work and still try and still do extra shit you know Mm -hmm. and it's the people who the guys who do that or the girls who do that and then coach fucking two sports and do a bunch of other shit that make enough money that they're like, okay, this is also financially worth me investing mm-hmm. over half my fucking time to do this, you mm-hmm. know? And it's it's really important. I can also speak personally from being someone who just felt like no one gave a shit. You know, right. to have at least one person who's like, no, I'll try. You know, like, yeah. if you'll do it, you know, I'll send you the work. Like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I... Mr. Huff was like, I don't think you'll do it, but if, if you bring the work back, then I'll send you more work. Like, mm-hmm. I will do it, you know? So that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I had this now. teacher, the seventh grade math teacher, who is one of my best friends today. Like, I babysit his children. <laughs> that's how close we are. And he's the only math teacher I ever got above a C in his class. And he, like I said, he was my seventh grade math teacher. He got me through... Eighth grade math. He got me through ninth grade math. He was my tutor through high school. He was my tutor through college math. Like yeah. he 
cared. And that was such a pivotal point in my life because my parents were starting to separate and going through a divorce. And I felt, you know, just like you said, like nobody kind of really cared. It was just, you know, get her through, get her through. Right. My dad was um, very high up in the school district. And so the teachers had this expectation of like, oh, Morgan, she's she'll be great. Her dad's blah, 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 blah. You know, she doesn't need extra help. And this teacher, Mr. Adams, he just he got me through and he was the only teacher I mean, I had great teachers. Don't get me wrong. Like, I had great teachers. But he was the one teacher that I knew I could count on any time of day. And he established Tutor Tuesdays just for me. (laughs) And luckily, other kids showed up. But, um, you know, because I was so bad at math. I was so bad at math. And later, later in my career working with children with autism and stuff like that, I've been a math tutor. And that's because of the time he invested in me. And so I think this is such a weird tangent that we've gone off on. But like teachers are so teachers are so pivotal. Teachers are so rad, man. In like every facet of life, it's insane. Like there are so many moments where I'll be working at a wine bar and I'll hear my sign language teacher say make good choices, or I'll hear Mr. Adams be like, Okay, your 20% tip is yada yada. This is how you solve it. You know, like there's so many things where I'm just like Dang, these teachers made such a huge impact in my life. And you don't realize it while you're sitting in their classroom. Like, when does the bell ring? Okay, 17 more minutes. You know, you're just counting down the time. Mm -hmm. And then here they are. And you just, I sit back now and I'm like, dang, these Uh teachers did so much for me. And really super duper like shaped who I am. Mm. And now that, and he'll text me and be like, hey, can you babysit? And my answer is always yes. Like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. But whenever you, like, you gave me so much at such a pivotal point in my life, like, I will do. I I will move a mountain for you. I have no experience with that, Mm -hmm. with a teacher. I had one teacher in junior high, Mr. Kaufman, the shop teacher. Oh, yeah. Who was a fucking rad dude. I never had, I never had. But he was just cool because he knew my brothers before me. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me, Brenton. We, you know, we just had a cool relationship, and he was always a really nice guy. But like, I had no experience in high school with any teacher taking any sort of special interest in me, putting ahead any sort of uh, above and beyond attitude towards me. I don't yeah. even remember. I couldn't. I don't even remember the names of most of them. Most, if any, of my teachers. I remember my fourth grade teacher, Miss Woods, because every now and again I'll, I'll like see her around town or something like that. Mm. She's pretty hard to miss because she's really, really tall. Um, but I remember her for whatever reason, and I don't remember the name of him, but I remember I had a teacher and I want to say fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, it was out at, uh, in the portable buildings behind mm. Wolfley. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But every Friday he would end the day by pulling out his guitar and <gasps> singing that, uh, Green Day song. No. Shit. What's it called now? The, the acoustic. The famous acoustic Green Day song. That's super September. cool. <laughs> oh, no. Way before September, bro. Oh, yeah. Damn it. I am... Green Day, I used to call one of my favorite bands, but for some reason my computer is... That's really cool. in my life completely and utterly ruined Green Day for me, and I refuse to listen to them for, for the rest of my life. So. What? What did? A person. Oh, a person? Ruined the band, yeah. Yeah. Some people can tend to do that in one's mm-hmm. life. Um, I'm going to look up this fucking song real quick because I feel like a failure as a human being for not. I'm sad that, that you guys crossroads or fork in the road or whatever it's called. Something 
like that. Yeah. I'm sad that you guys didn't have a teacher experience like that. No. Well, I, I think that's the, is it good riddance? Yeah, yeah, this one. Yep. There we go. Fork, Definitely fork can't play more than two seconds of that fucking song. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the thing. You, yeah, you can't do more than two seconds. You can't have... Like, we could play, I think, that entire song, if I remember right, if we didn't have two seconds of dead space in between, like, commentary over it. Hmm. But even then, it gets a little fucking shady little, these days. Yeah. Crazy. So, I did want to... I mean, we've been doing this for about two hours now, so we're going to segue into our kind of typical pop culture section. For sure. Because okay. I have a movie, video game, TV, cross-platform fucking question that I think is up for grabs for both of you. Oh, mm-hmm. right? I don't know about that. So about it. in today's world, and Jake, so think of this in the video game realm and probably the TV realm. Morgan, no, you will I'm probably about think TV. about, He's about the movies. TV and movies. Oh, mm. not movies. So, I love movies. I hate movies. I hate movies. There's been this growing <laughs> movement, I guess. In, like, I hate music. She says it all the time. But there's been a growing like movement lately, since uh, probably because of social media and giving everybody a voice, where the the consumers of a particular entertainment. I, whether it's video games, movies, or yeah, music, even mm-hmm. TV, but people are not satisfied sometimes with the product that they get, and, yes. they, and they get super pissed off about yes. this, right? So whether we're talking the mm. ending of Game of Thrones, <laughs> I knew that's where this was going. Your fucking Harry Potter movies versus I'm the books. I'm very happy about that. Oh, one e- book. The EA um, game developer studio. Mm. Yeah. In the video game world, and the this interaction now that some of these companies, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. This is a perfect segue topic. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? How much weight should a a consuming audience, you know, an audience, whatever it be, yeah. how much weight should their fucking opinions have mm. towards a studio, a developer, yeah, yeah. or whatever, putting out a product? Okay. <laughs> Jake's ready. I'm, I'm ready for this. Yeah. So I think everybody individually has their own version of how personally they they view each thing when it first comes out. Like, for instance, how somebody, they read a series of books and they have their own personal image and connection with the series and with the characters. Like what you take from it? Yeah. And okay. it's not, that's there's a no way that that's going to be replicated over an entire audience. Everybody has their own their own version and their own connection. Right. Because at the end of the day, this is art, right? Yeah, yeah. So you cannot, you cannot, as a studio or a content creator, expect to make everyone happy. But you motherfucking better not promise everyone with fucking trailers and 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 videos and and interviews and stuff and all the and and all this bullshit that is bullshit and all this shit saying that it's going to be the greatest thing ever and the perfect rendition and and recreation of your of your wonderful connection to this. And then when it comes out, it's total dog shit. That is completely un- uncool. So <laughs> such a Bernie thing now. It's just, I love Bernie. Jake told me I couldn't wear my Bernie shirt. <laughs> he said he would not be associated with I'm me. I'm not going to pee wearing 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 a a shirt. You're wearing a better shirt. So, so whatever. Shirt. This was my first choice. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, it's a tough, it's a tough realm. I think that kind of, I don't know if, I don't know if I would be able to say that movies, video games, and TV could all be compared in the same way. No, I've, no. Yeah, you know what I mean? I Definitely not. Like, Especially for, when you look at something like 
EA. Yeah, like EA yes. and the Anthem game. That was a huge one for me. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker. Versus Game you of Thrones. You have specific feelings about EA as over. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he does. Along with most oh, every. Oh, he does. Yeah. I yep. knew this question was formulated in such a way. Yeah. That's, that's, so one ask? of the guests at our wedding is very high up. At EA. Motherfucker's oh. coming to our wedding? He's coming to our wedding. Oh, really? Like, very high up, like, not VP, but close to VP of EA. If I bring a copy and of Anthem and smack him in the face with it, is, <laughs> am I gonna, is that going to be he bad will hear really your. Sure. He will hear your... What's up with the new Madden? Upsetness. You know what I'm the new Madden? Oh, Jake doesn't play those. He doesn't know what Madden is. I don't know for me. No, yeah, I love Madden. Madden. <laughs> I, I love Madden. I can <laughs> I can help in that arena. So yes, wait that till your birthday. Right there. But yes, I got Wilson? you. Yeah, he's a fucking president, CEO, fucking what's wrong with the game anthem? Okay, what okay. is not? So what is it? Yeah. So can I pause button really quick? Yes. They played the shit out of this game. Yes. For a month. A month. I'm just gonna say that. Hold on. Pause. Hold on. (laughs) She's like, I'm. Do you guys share similar feelings? I just want everybody to know that they played this game religiously. For a month. Yeah, you guys are on. I'm, at I'm like least. It's because we like to hang jealous. out online. Bro. At least. Well, I'm half like, I was watching Grey's Anatomy in the bedroom because they were playing Anthem and I couldn't be on the couch. So, okay. Resume. And weren't you okay. just so happy to be able to so watch Grey's happy. Anatomy? Yeah. I mean, I was so Without happy. Without me bitching you about this so bullshit sad. show that's been going for exactly. two years. It's a great. <laughs> hold on. No. It is a great You're outnumbered show. here, ma'am. No, no, no. Where's Carolina? Bring her in. <laughs> After I was on with Grey's Anatomy until... Asian doctor left Christina Yang. Oh, Christina, I, like, I miss her I so much. <laughs> so I went oh, on Christina. till then, and then I was off. So. It's kind of good now, I'm though. Half it's like better. It's better. It's kind of good. Well, and then I thought about it, and then I found out that her husband got hit by a bus or whatever, and yeah. I was like, then definitely fuck this show. No, but because you're gonna take you're gonna take all those people in the plane crash, and then you're gonna take Asian doctor, and then you're gonna take her husband. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like, those are all my favorite people. I don't give a shit. Once your favorite like, characters go, there's no reason why. All my favorite characters. Not just one. All of them. They're not Except all gone. Game of you just gotta, like, turn on an episode. Just try. Just try. <laughs> just try. I don't care about a they're flashback. Not all gone. They're not all gone. They're not okay. all gone. So, anyways. with Sorry. Yeah. Anthem. Anthem. So, okay. So, they do. <laughs> yes. The original E3 trailer for this was four years ago or something like that. It was a long time ago. And I remember seeing it, and I just got this feeling from the trailer. I was like, this has potential. It looks like... It just looked really awesome. You sent it, was, it to me. I remember. Right. Yes. Okay. So it was right up my alley of the kind of game I like, the way they described it. And I was like, okay, and since it's from EA, I'm taking it with a grain of salt on, yeah. on what they're promising here. <laughs> but still... They do good sports. Yeah. But as the years <laughs> came out, the years rolled on, and they kept releasing you know, bits and pieces, and I was still so gung-ho about it, and I got all my friends fired up about it, which then made me basically responsible for all them spending $60, <laughs> spending 60 to $90 of their money on this fucking game. When it yeah, ever ever out, since you know? No Man's Sky yeah. came out and flopped, I've been like, all right, Jake, yeah, I'll listen to you, Yeah, but I'm but not going to buy it until... <laughs> So I got uh, so it, it drops and uh, I've got Colin and my buddy Josh and all these guys buy it and we like play the shit out of it and it was amazing. If you were willing to get past all of the shit that was wrong with it, I yeah. was, we were just we were blinded to that to all the bullshit and just tried to get the best experience and the joy out of it. And it just ran. Uh, it fell short and 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 ran out of fun really really quickly. 
Yeah. And then from there, it was then it was just it was bullshit how EA then treated this company, Bioware, who developed the game, and all the information started being released through the press of how these these people basically suffered in trying to create this. And EA just shitting all over them and forcing them to get this product out that was completely unfinished. Yep. Uh, which is basically a trend now. These giant AAA titles that come out with all these promises and you spend $60 to $80 to $120 of your money with all these promises that, that are being the best game ever. And they're unfinished, they're unpolished, and they're, uh, they're, there's no longevity and you can play them for a week or a month and then they're done. And so, and it's becoming was, a trend that's super fucking uncool. So, so, what was wrong with this game in particular? Was it that you couldn't play it for very long? Yeah, EA had. I mean, I mean, Anthem had um, an astounding amount of bugs. Like it was basically, it was it was worse than a beta. It was like an alpha version of the game was released oh, yeah. to people. The bugs were the bugs and the loading screens and the bullshit you dealt with. There's no way a game that unfinished and unpolished should have ever been released to the public. That's crazy. Yeah, for, from start to finish, yeah. like one of the major problems I had and a lot of people had, some people just kind of got lucky and didn't experience it, but yeah. was like trying to join a lobby with your friends, right? Yeah. Trying to join up together so you can go out and play this game together as it was meant to be played. Yeah. Right? Um, you would spend... but So you'd be trying to join... And then it would just drop you. Say network error. You know, you do that multiple times. You'd be in the game, and then all of a sudden you drop network error. You know, all these different things. But it would take so their me. Servers were shit. Yeah, yeah just too fifteen much. to twenty minutes sometimes between the the minute I turned my PlayStation on mm-hmm. to the where we were actually grouped up in a party, and then we could go yeah, really? just because we're waiting for all the fuckery to just yeah. run its course, and then we'd get in, Jesus. and there was no. The storyline had a lot of potential, but it was extremely flat, and it didn't yeah, it get a, you excited about anything. The environment was beautiful, but no real substance. Yeah. You know, there's just so many different things. Yeah. Which again, there's a there's a thousand mediocre to shitty games, movies, and shows that are oh, released yeah. every yeah. day. Oh, yeah. But it's the fact that a studio, a major publishing studio that has would been put out something like synonymous that. with yeah. amazing titles over the decades would put that out and then promise you that it's like going to be the greatest experience of your life and convince you. I spent 90 plus dollars on like this legendary edition, like nine months before the game even came out. Yep. That's how, that's how on board I was. Yeah. And so for them to get that product, it was, I, it's bullshit. That's yeah. absolute bullshit to get that. And I think for people that don't play video games, um, so for Morgan, imagine if <laughs> so for you, yeah, for you, for the people in this room, yeah. um, She's imagine really good at Mario Kart. Man. She's scared. You know, Mario Kart, if Thank every you. Harry Thank Potter. You. Thank you. I mean, you have a problem between like the movies and the books when it comes to Harry Potter, right? Oh. There. I mean, right? any movie and any book. That's not true. But, so wait, no, I want to hear about that. Okay, so you can ask your question first, but I want yeah, to. Yeah, I think it's a good time. You're the worst movie in your mind is Order of the Phoenix, correct? Correct. Right? So, okay. which is my imagine favorite. if because <laughs> he did not read the book. <laughs> so imagine if every single Harry Potter movie was as bad or worse oh, than Order mm, of the Phoenix. Mm. How pissed off would you be? You know be? what's great is that's not my reality. I know. <laughs> but that's <laughs> kind of... I don't know. But what I'm saying, imagine <laughs> that maybe. world and that's what the video game players... No, think. I hear you guys. Yeah. So I totally so that's hear kind you. Of, oh, yeah, absolutely. If you don't understand what it's like to be involved in the, the world of entertainment of video games, that's something similar. I understand very sidelines because Jake would be like, 
babe, Anthem comes out in 10 days. <laughs> and be like, the next hour. Anthem comes out in nine days and 24, 23 hours. You know, just like, it's just, I heard about it. And he was like, you don't understand. I'm so excited to play with Colin. Like, you don't, there hasn't been a game like this that Colin and I have been able to play. It just, I mean, I heard mm-hmm. it. Like, I heard it. I get excited about it. So I totally get like I understand. And then when it started sucking, all I heard about (laughs) Anthem is bullshit that paid so much money. (laughs) Colin and I were supposed to have a great time. Like all this Donovan was supposed to play with it. Like he was pissed. So Mm -hmm. I get it. I don't like get it, get it but I get it. it. Yeah. Like I totally yeah. understand. And EA has had this problem oh, yeah. now for yeah. years. Right, right, right. I mean, because they have the licenses for like the Star Wars video games, yes. the Battlefield games, like they all these major. Yes. And they systematically fuck them up every single time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to like find a good analogy for what EA is out in the other world but it's like this massive corporate entity that is like it's like but in the world of entertainment oh like amazon at least puts out good products for amazon prime and whatnot debatable yeah i think that's really interesting because i played uh like like i love madden one or battlefield whatever Uh and um I did have a, a fuckload of problems with the online, and I never put together <laughs> right, that. Right, right, Because I didn't play a bunch of EA games, especially yeah. online. I mean, but Madden is hard as shit to play online sometimes. And uh, definitely Battlefield 1 was hard as fuck to play online. That I had excellent internet, and it was just laggy as Isn't shit sometimes. is there a new Battlefield like, coming out, too? Always. Um, oh, yeah, all the time. It's like yeah. Call of Duty. They're always making another one, you mm-hmm. know? I skipped... No, I didn't skip, but I left a college class early when I was a nanny to buy Black Ops, like the first Black Ops for one of the kids I was nanny. Like, that's that's how into it he was. You were just too good of a person. So, what is your beef with uh, Harry Potter 5, the movie? It's not the book. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's like not beat. even close that's so like not, the longest one right the fourth one's the longest one right no the fifth one's the fifth longest one the longest one um, is longer than yes it's yeah. long as shit I'm pretty sure I don't I'm know maybe sure, not yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the longest one no, I think you're right but um no it's like order the ugh, I, I can't explain it unless you've read the book if you've read the book I have I got you let me know but like the book is so intricate and it really, the fifth book. Oh, come on. Come the on. fifth book to me really like starts to change Harry Potter where it becomes a little darker. That's the one. And Have you read the Harry Potter books? I read them up to the one before. I read it up to four. four so he hasn't oh, read five. That's the best one. Though. This is the yeah, best that's book. The best one. This and that's is also okay. the best movie. That's why I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, though. No, it's not. And so, like, Order of the Phoenix is like the turning point for Harry as a character. And it becomes, uh, like like you said, way more intricate of a story. It's, Before it's yes. kind of a general, like it's just like a good story, you know, yes. but here it's like... This, it becomes like a lifestyle. Listen up, young boy. This book made lifestyle. me get my, my tattoo, you know, yeah. like this is... This is when it gets dark, This right, is the, the book. And Were you 18 so, when that book came out? No. Oh, hell no. I was way younger than 18. My best friend has a Harry Potter tattoo. Yeah, I just, you know, it's all the best people have Harry Potter tattoos, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like the, so there's this huge story that goes with this fifth book, but my brother and I and my stepsister and stepbrother were all in San Diego when this movie released in theaters. Yes. We all got dressed up. 
Okay. As characters, I was Ginny Weasley, obviously. Of course. Uh, my stepbrother was Naturally. Dobby, the house elf. So imagine that, okay? So we all go into a random movie theater in San Diego. Unbeknownst to us, people in San Diego don't dress up for they the Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter. So we are legit the only people in that entire theater that are dressed up. No joke. That's so we really funny. and I remember I cried. At the end, of, like Evan will tell you, I legit cried because of how terrible that movie was. And really? I had read you the were book. So bef- with I was it? so disappointed. I felt oh, betrayed. No I felt betrayed. And I was legit ready to like write a letter to J.K. Rowling and be like, "Bitch, how you messed up." <laughs> I was so. You? I was. I was so <laughs> mad. I was oh so God. mad. Like the. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just. That's yeah, how I, I felt walking out of the Last Jedi. I know, I know you did. Feeling. I know. I was yeah. That was a rough. It was, was really long of, too. Yeah, and then why I was like, this movie sucks. If I was capable yeah. of tears, I probably would have cried for that. I I did. I legit <laughs> like this, but like holding this book just makes me happy. That's just how much I love this. See, that's book. why I brought it over. That's, and I just. So let me ask so you guys sad. on record what you thought about the last episode of Game of Thrones. I don't want to talk about it. So we just, <laughs> I just finished it again the other day. Actually, like. You watched it again? Ago. So we watched oh, I'm sorry. we watched the series over again as soon as it ended because we thought we might be able to appreciate it more, right? If we Props watched to you. like if, like just if we got everything, you know, cuz so much time between the first season and the last mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watched it and, Did it help? and then I didn't even give a fuck. No. Like I just didn't even God. give a shit. And um that's so upset. We talked about it at length, right? Yeah. And then I forgot another problem that I had before you guys tell mm-hmm. me what you thought was after Jon Snow kills Daenerys, right? And the dragon, for yes. some reason, like, yes. melts the throne. like, and, and I'm like, what is... Thank how does you. he even comprehend? Oh, he don't. The, like, how does he, he doesn't even perceive mm. <laughs> like, no. the importance it's, it's the of worst. this object? Like, oh. I don't... That's the called a force metaphor, man. Yeah. And That's, that was that was the thing was like when we did watch it, we were talking about it, you know. We're yeah. like, it's almost like because he hasn't written the book to to end everything, you right. know? And so they're like, they tried to write this show as a book. Yeah. But that's the same reason that movies aren't as good as the books is because things like that, po- poetic, like, symbolism doesn't translate to movies as well as it does no. in books. And you it just can't seems write too a show. Exactly. And so when you're doing shit like the Hound and his brother, you know, and they're like, and they fought, like, on the staircase yeah. to nowhere. And then, you know, he dies in the fire. And then, you know, the whole kingdom literally comes down on Cersei and, like, all this stuff. And it's like, it's the that's too much symbolism for a fucking TV show. Mm-hmm. It was written you know, by uh, fucking Muppets, man. Yeah. Was, <laughs> so, so uh, like what did you guys think about? <gasps> okay, so I have a very specific Shit. memory of, of being in my living room at the area at the time watching the very first episode of Game of Thrones ever when it aired. Yeah. Ten, ten years ago or whatever that Dude, was. so long ago. And I remember thinking... <laughs> This show is fucking awesome. Like I have, I have huge high hopes for this, and I was totally right. And I've watched it every single time without fail for ten years straight, each airing. And every time a season finishes before the next season airs, I would watch it from the beginning. Yeah. So if you consider that over ten years, I've watched the first episode eleven, twelve times. You know. Wow. In in you know over if you figure that all out. So I have a huge. Um, Commitment and 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 love for that story and, and for those characters. Yeah, and I, it's 
The only emotion I can feel now is absolute betrayal from fucking HBO and those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's rough. awful. It was so, so unbelievably awful. Yeah. And, uh, an, an utter failure in so many ways of trying to come to a conclusion with all those story arcs. Yeah. I've never... like. It's like having a, a, a junior high English class deciding to write how that show ended. <laughs> I think how that's, that came together. I, I feel like they're learning how to be writers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. a junior high English class probably would have done better. It was so probably. I mean, these are Hollywood writers, man. The show, like we watched the episode, me and Morgan, I'm just so excited. I got her into it a, a year ago, so she's now Almost watched two years it. Ago. She's watched all the seasons two times through before the last season aired. Mm-hmm. So she was definitely caught up and on board. Mm-hmm. And I met, and we would we every time an episode would end, we talk about it and just get into it. And that last episode aired, we didn't speak through the entire episode. It was so boom, weird. screen goes black. I just stood up off the couch and he walked, walked away. Legit <laughs> <laughs> walked away. Oh my god! I didn't say a single word. I went in and just started brushing my teeth. Yeah, oh like the god. angriest <laughs> teeth brushing I've ever had. In His life. teeth have never been so clean. I was fucking furious. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and I, I don't think I'll. I don't know. I, I feel strongly enough about it. I don't think I'll ever watch no. the final season ever again. Oh, it wasn't worth Same. it. It's yeah. not oh, worth yeah, it. No, because no, I, I can promise you that you won't get anything else. No. Yeah. It's not any better the second time around. It's just mm. as fucking stupid, just as overwritten and yeah. overplayed. And you're like, God damn it. In my mind, I have the version of what I wanted it to go through. And that's... Yeah, what did you What did you want to happen? I wanted the um, the Disney version where everybody happily ever after. Oh, John, really? John and Daenerys get married and rule the kingdoms <laughs> together, and they're happily ever after, just fucking making little you know platinum haired babies and little no incest problem. babies. Yeah, oh, I didn't care about any of that. It was it was that was the version I wanted. It was everybody happily ever after. Cersei and and uh, and one arm guy they um, they got Jamie. on their Jamie they got on their boat and disappeared and Essos and they wouldn't live happily ever after on some deserted island. And everybody just, you know, it was exactly what everybody needed to be. No, no, Morgan, no. what did you want to happen? I wanted Cersei to come out on top. Kill really? Kill I did. Wow. <laughs> what? I did. Oh, I my did. God. Cersei was my favorite character through that entire series. She was, oh, yeah. She's Cersei. Cersei. She was so <laughs> badass and so, like, feminine and in her own and she was just like bitches i'm gonna do what i want like she owned it i was oh i was team cersei forever she fucked her brother though i know but she did it because she wanted to it wasn't because anybody was making her because she's like she wanted that and it's like okay i'm not gonna judge you for that you do you i love that i wanted i did i wanted cersei to kill everybody and be like what now, bitches? Come at me. Come at me. That is hilarious. That's what I wanted. That's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Can I ask you guys about, um, of, I watched this YouTube video this week that was like the scariest, you know, shit that pops up when you watch YouTube. Oh, yeah. It was the scariest things that have happened on hidden cameras. <gasps> or not hidden cameras, but like home security cameras. Yeah. Oh, no. So, oh, no. And one of the ones, I ain't watching that shit. One of the ones I had already seen before, and this is what I want to ask you about, right, was a dude like noticed food was missing out of his kitchen, so he set up a camera in his kitchen, and there was a bitch living in his attic 
And at night, after he goes to fucking sleep, she crawls out of this attic and eats food and watches TV in his house. And in this, in this video, he gets up and she hears him. And so she, like, runs into a corner and he gets up and fucks around and, like, drinks something and goes back to bed. Oh, and my And she gets, God. she goes back out and then goes up into the attic. And so, obviously, he checks up the next day and he's like, what the fuck? Like, that there's a woman living in my house. There was a woman living... Like some shit like this, and she, yeah, Do like you check and, you're making me want to check you, all the. I'm telling you, shit in my house. fucked up, and I, I remember the first time I saw it, and I was horrified. Yeah. It's like I can't believe that that has ever happened before. That she's just living in his house, just <sighs> eating his food, and she, she pissed in his sink, and she had like a jug of piss that she poured out. I mean, it was like a whole deal. Wow. Yep. And so the guy called the cops, and like the cops came and arrested her. You know. What the and fuck? I was just like, that's fucked up. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're checking our attic when we get home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you're going you're right out there. Up? I mean, I will say, I go up there about once a week. Right, okay. just and to see what's up in there. Yeah, because that's like a thing that I, I was like, I don't go, to go up there for anything, you know. Freaking me out. And so I go up there, and then you know the little room is like, yeah, whatever, that's whatever. But then it's that crawl up into the actual yes, attic where you have to yes, lift yes, yourself yes. up in there. Yes, right. And it's fucking dark as shit. It's yeah. terrifying. And so every time I go up there, I'm on like fucking hunt mode. I I got my flashlight. I'm just looking down that looking that way. All right, nobody's fucking living up here. No, ain't, ain't nobody up here. Mostly because I know there's fucking animals that are up there. There's a little chipmunk the that makes his house up there, and I'm trying to... Yeah. Mm. There was birds up there for a while, which I actually didn't hate. Um, like, I kind of liked listening to them mm-hmm. when they were there. Mm-hmm. Scratch around like, and stuff. It was and like they we were, were doing an outdoor like podcast. And stuff. Yeah, but yeah. they were little birds, so it wasn't like annoying... Cone would get really irritated. <laughs> I did not mind Listening it at all. all the time. Like, yeah, he got up right there. up there, yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. I don't like you could <laughs> just faintly, faintly hear it. If, yeah. Like if we were kind of quiet, you know, then you could just kind of hear it. It's the nice know. outdoor peaceful yeah, podcast. It, it almost just sounded like we had a window open. Right. Yeah. 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 It was nice. I did not. I did not eat it at all. Yeah. Much better than a woman living in your attic. Definitely. That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Have you guys ever ever considered somebody might be living in your attic before? No, I'm too paranoid and cautious already. And like, I hear a noise and I I check it out with a gun. Like, that's usually my my one too. You know, that's what I go do. And we are the way the place we live. Like. There's no way that anyone would ever think to walk up a mile-long dirt road, find one of oh the nine God. buildings on our property, and then climb into that building's attic. Right. And that would be their chosen destination. You know what but, I mean? <laughs> yeah, but. But what now if? I'm going to fucking look. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And Long I'm pretty way. sure, you know, he probably lived like in some type of city somewhere. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Fucked up. Do you want to know something funny? I don't think I ever told you. Do I want? I don't know. Do I want? It's know? a little embarrassing. Okay. Um, so when yes. when Donovan and Jordan were coming over for the first time with Dax, right last week, yeah, I gave them the very like detailed dis- instructions of like how to find our house and our driveway and mm. where to turn and yada yada yada. If you get a rapey vibe, you're almost there. Well, and I <laughs> like I still pass our driveway. Oh, we at nighttime. Did like you I it? still, the first time, yeah, yeah. Like I as still as I legitimately. Did, I was like, oh, that was it. And so we took well, us forever to find a. And place. I've been driving on that driveway for what three years now, mm-hmm. roughly. Mm-hmm. I still miss it. 
And so I'm coming home from work and I realized I told Don and Jordan our driveway was on the wrong side of the road. And so I texted him as I'm on the driveway. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so dumb. I told you our driveway was on the right. It's actually on the left. <laughs> like, I from. Yeah, no, but still, I was like, oh, I'm oh, such man. an idiot. I cannot believe like I still. It's a weird unmarked, you know. Well, and then when we were on our way out there, we got in the car and I told Jordan, I said, so yeah. <laughs> in the text messages, like Morgan said this at first, but it's actually then told me she was incorrect. So you need to remember when you tell me yeah. that it's not this, it's really this. And then we totally got down to it. She's like, but the message says this. And I was like, but God damn it. I fucking, I fucking the told other you. But God damn it. And she was like, she was like, this is really confusing. Oh my like, gosh. It's so confusing. Like don't be frustrated. And I was like, I know. I know. It's like, but God so damn it. I awful. said it before we left. Yeah. No, it was a whole No deal, sense so. of direction. I have no. I told her, I was like, I'm not mad because I know that it's confusing. It's I was like, like, I totally know that. I was it's like, the I know worst. That. Yeah. I was like, and there's, you know, only so much to be done to try and mitigate well, <laughs> that. So I remember it, being it was, on that driveway the first time and it was dark and Jake was driving. I legitimately thought I was going to be murdered. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I mean, it is all trees and there are wild animals and gra- I mean it's did it's you tell her before you turned there I no, promise I'm not he did it. Oh, I did I think we made a joke about it <laughs> no I'm trying to recall the first time you ever came to my house because I feel like I would have to yeah, I'm pretty sure we got halfway up, and I, I had to cracked a joke. I, I probably staring at you really creepily the whole it time. Was just trying to it was creepy. It was creepy. I fucking, was not on that. It train. is far back there. That's what your will is up to date. Mm. Yeah, well, it she was said, scary. She was like, when you feel like you've gone too far, like like keep going. Like, yeah, you're gonna feel like you're lost. Like it's fucking far. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, I, I don't. I told you, I was like, I don't know. Like maybe we should turn. No, no, no. So you, she said you're gonna feel Gotta lost. Keep going. <laughs> Like, is this it? She's like, no, there's no cone. Keep going. Okay, (laughs) whatever. See, I've never experienced that because as a kid, like, been there. My mom and dad were driving me there, and I just, where they I've lived. always we known where it was. Driveway yeah, for decades. Because you guys have always lived on, yeah. on that property. Mm-hmm. It's just in the family hill, man, for sure. It's good. Yeah, that's it's, wild. Mm-hmm. It's a it's fucking. Wild. It's real wild. But I, yeah, I, I, I remember trying to explain to Carolina the first time. I was like, so "You're probably gonna miss it," but <laughs> this is. You know, even, and this is after I drove her there multiple times mm-hmm. and told her specifically to pay attention because yeah. it's hella confusing. <laughs> pay attention, but. God damn it. I will miss it tonight coming home from work. Like that. So? Oh, yeah, 100%. It'll be, <laughs> I won't be home. It, yeah. yeah, I won't be home before 11. It'll be dark. That highway has no lights. I'm going to drive right by it. I'm going to be like, <sighs> how many times Every out time. of 10 do you drive past it in the dark? Mm-hmm. Just in general? Probably seven. What? Seven out of ten? Yes. I really? drive by it all the time. Which is great because the highway, like, it's not a busy highway, so I can real quick U-turn and it's not a big deal. But Girl, I'm suddenly really worried about you. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Come I on, drive by often, it all the time, you guys. How often do you drive past your driveway? Never. Never. Well, you, you gotta <laughs> remember, easy, I grew up in the house 
next door to us. This has always been my well, driveway. I know that I only say that because, <laughs> and this just shows what a nice guy you are, but <laughs> Jordan was here probably the last time she was here, and she said that she drove past it and then turned around, and Colin said, he was like, oh, yeah, I still drive past it sometimes. Oh, oh shit, so shit. You know what a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I, I think that's yeah. really funny, because I also, I've not driven past it in a long time, because <laughs> I... I so now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. Jordan's going to listen to this social and she's going to say so he's so sweet. nice <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that, she's going to laugh and say he's so nice that yeah. prick that's, that falls into the category of that's a nice little white lie just because yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it's, it's just a thing hard say, to find yeah. man everybody's going to miss it you know even in my if I fucking order Domino's pizza in the special delivery instructions I fucking spell it out pretty well yes just because you know, I know, and I want my pizza. I don't want you to I want my pizza. <laughs> That's the first reason. I'm a firm believer in the best kind of person is the kind of person who doesn't like to see the people around them feel stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I feel, I, I feel like shit and feel super uncomfortable when someone in like the conversation or in the room or whatever is feeling like down on themselves about something that they've said. Or the conversation making them feel stupid. That like that kills me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and I really appreciate other people that are aware of that for sure. <laughs> That's why God bless my wife because yes. I have this. You know, and I'm sure you have the same problem where you, <laughs> you know, I think too objectively a lot, and it pulls a lot of emotion away from me. <laughs> it's, it's bad, you know. It's really and bad. It can be a fucking dream yeah. crusher, and it's you know, and it's really fucked up. And I try not to do that to her. But every now and again, it's like, I just can't not do it yeah. sometimes. It's like, and well, you know, I can't yeah. like how you can feel that way. But, and it's like, wow. You can't I'm, let I'm people a be really shit. <laughs> Jordan has said to me before, and if Carolina said the same thing, I'm going to laugh really hard. But Jordan has said, we're having a conversation. She said, I'm not calling. Like, you can't talk yes. to me that way because, like, not in like an aggressive tone, <laughs> but she's like, you can't talk to me that way because I don't think like that. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, yep. you can't have that type of conversation with me. <laughs> I think that that's really funny. Where Good I'm for like, her. You're right. Totally. Yeah. This is obviously not the place and time for this. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think that that's really funny. <laughs> There's so many times where Jess and Jake does it too now, which is so funny, but I like, you know, we all have our moments. And Jess will just go, oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> Jordan's parents I'm like, like yeah, mom, yeah, thanks. Jake does it too. Now, like, oh, babe, you're so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, I don't take that poorly at uh, all. Like, I appreciate it. I love I'm it. having a moment. <laughs> now, there was one thing I wanted to plug almost in a okay. way. What? And I watched this thing last night on Amazon I know it's on Amazon Prime. It might be elsewhere, but it's called Oats Studios Volume 1. Hmm. And this is a collection of stuff. And I think, I want to say Ryan at your work had told me these a long time ago, like back when they were just YouTube clips or whatever. It's all of Neil... Blomkamp's. Yeah. Blomkamp? Blomkamp, I think. Blomkamp. I think is how you say it. Do you already know about this? I do. Yeah. I don't know. I fucking watched it last night. It is so good. So this is the guy that did like Chappie and District Nine mm-hmm. and was Elysium. Elysium, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bunch of like he did a fucking anthem short video yes, before he the did. game dropped. <clears throat> Neil Blomkamp, yeah, it was like a four minute long thing, and it was Asshole. it's so fucking badass. <laughs> I've but never seen Chappie. 
It's I've never oh, seen dude. any of those things. I see oh, those movies District are so fucking good. Yeah. District um, is really good. And then Elysium is the one with Matt Damon, right? Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, though. I, I heard Matt mixed Damon. things about that. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I got mixed feelings about Matt Damon. <gasps> what? Go home. Excuse me. I love Matt Damon. He's all right sometimes, but... Matt Damon in his youth, man. When he was doing... Oh my God! What's that? What's the movie now with the Bourne movies? No, oh. Robin Williams, Good Will Hunting, Ben Affleck, oh, Good Will yeah, Hunting. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that yeah, movie sure. is so good. Of course, he but used to I'm be talking, so you know, good. Now, talking about now. Now he's know, mediocre. Now he's doing he's movies like downsizing. And okay, that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, right? That yeah. movie was shit. Okay, he's they, getting that up there. Go home. That movie was shit. They marketed it as like this. Comedy and it was like they tried to hit on some weird sad. emotional notes. It was and it sad. Was it was real sad. It was weird. I know a movie's not good when I fall asleep at home watching it. <laughs> okay, that's me every movie. Have that's you, why I don't like movies. Have you ever walked out of the theater from a movie? Do you guys have any? Oh, have almost. Um, I only have one. No, I've oh, not walked shoot. out, and I'm generally pretty hard on to like if I start a movie, I'm going to finish it, mm-hmm. but. The last one I remember, like, turning off was like, Adam Sandler made, like, a cowboy movie that was a funny movie oh, on yeah. Netflix. The ridiculous Yeah, yeah, that I watched. Oh, it's terrible. That I watched less than an hour of, and Jordan and I were watching it, and I turned it off, and she was like, oh, we're done? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're like, done. No, I'm done. I'm not <laughs> watching this movie anymore. Okay. But I don't think I've ever walked out. Um, because the same, especially now that I'm grown, like, I'll fall asleep in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. No problem. But yeah, no, if I don't give a shit, I'll fall asleep in a movie theater. This is a good opportunity to get a nap in. Even if know? I drink yeah. a fucking three quarters of a giant soda, I'll still fall asleep. Oh, I don't yeah. Give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the name of that fucking movie. Why have you walked out of a movie theater before? Of? I walked out of uh, Pathfinder, which I'm sure Isn't none that of a you car? have seen or heard of. It, it is a car. It um, is a car. Yeah, my brother yeah. had a Pathfinder. That was the only. That was a, the biggest car accident I've ever been was, in. I was in a Pathfinder. What was that one about? So Pathfinder was with the guy who played. He's been in so many random sci-fi fantasy movies. He's always like a side character. Uh, Lord of the Rings. He was like the one of the the writers of Rohan, one of the horse guys. And, okay, I can't remember his fucking name, but anyways, the he's blonde the, guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. beard. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, he plays the the doctor in the new Star Trek movies. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I gotcha. Okay. So he's it's like this weird, almost like caveman era. Plus, it's like caveman and Viking era kind of mix. I don't know what they do, but anyways, Vikings come wipe out his village, and it's him like taking revenge on these Vikings, and it's. Awful! It was the worst, worst movie, the worst acting ever, and I couldn't, I couldn't stomach it anymore. And I wasn't. You tired, left. Wasn't tired enough to take a nap, so I just, yeah, we got up and left. Like three or four of us just got. Up. <laughs> and I wasn't going to ask my money back, but I told the guy. He's like, when we were walking out, he didn't even look at me, but I made sure he saw me. The, the guy at the counter, and I was like, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> you guys are charging the movie people to was see this. shit. Yeah, the popcorn was delicious, but I'm leaving. So we, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Have you watched out a movie before? No, but it was real close. And it was this, I just looked it up because I forgot what fucking movie it was. Dragon Wars. You went and saw that shit in theaters? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and so wow. this, are, this was the context because I think that's important. Yeah. Um, it, you remember my old roommate, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and we, he lived in, his parents lived in Mass and we were down in Long Island. We were roommates. And so every now and again, we both had a free weekend. Uh, you know, like he, we used to have like every other weekend we'd have three day weekends. So we'd like just hop in the tr- car on Friday and drive up and stay at his parents' house for the weekend. 
And one night we were trying to figure out what to do. We're like, hey, well, let's go see a movie. And the only movie theater in town was playing like two movies, two or three movies, really small town. And we're like, well, this all looked like crap, but we're both like sci-fi nerds. Let's go watch this Dragon Wars thing. I've never heard of it. And it was so bad that I would have walked out other than the fact that there was just nothing else to do. What was it about? It's these two fuck. It's like a crappy old school Godzilla movie. Yeah. And it's just these two super CGI like snake looking dragon things. And they're just tearing through, you know, causing mayhem and fighting each other. It was the stupidest fucking movie in the world. Mm, That's horrible. Yeah. It was terrible. The first movie I fell asleep in was the last Chronicles of Riddick movie. Oh, yeah. Um, And I had only seen Pitch Black and... Jordan hadn't seen any of them. So we didn't know what was going on. We used to just go and see movies all the time. Like, that's just what we did. And so we were obviously starting to run out of movies to see. So we were like, well, let's just go and see this, you know? And we didn't know what the fuck was going on. And it was so fucking stupid. It just, it, he's just fucking. That guy is in that movie, the Pathfinder guy is in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So he fucking, yeah. you know, he, I don't know, he's like battling shit on a planet and it's like by himself for most of the movie and then yeah. a couple other people it's, it's horrible and I fell asleep and she woke me up at the end and I was like did I seriously fall asleep and she's like yeah that movie was terrible and I was like god damn used <laughs> $13 like, yeah I was like that sucks because I probably paid this time like that's oh, we used to take turns we went out so much we would mm-hmm. take turns just like buying dinner and yeah. like going mm-hmm. out to the movies you know and like I'm pretty sure I paid that time I'm just like Fuck. <laughs> Wasting my own fucking money on this terrible movie. Okay, so I have one more movie thing. I know Colin loves this movie. He likes I love terrible movies. No, no. No, this is a, this is a, this is a universally beloved movie that I love. Colin I know loves because we watched it growing up. Do you enjoy the movie The Labyrinth with David Bowie? Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fucking great movie. Um, I yeah, the labyrinth is fine. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I love the labyrinth, dude. Like, it's so good. Like it, but so, but if I went to your house and we're gonna have dinner and you're like, yo, I'm gonna throw in the labyrinth, I wouldn't be like, no, I don't want to watch that fucking movie. Okay, oh, like, I, I would. I would. <laughs> so this is my point, is, and I might second it's like protest, two hours, but yeah. I would not be the the first one to be like, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I would. So I made a questionable choice because so when I met Morgan, <laughs> she disclosed to me because I love movies that she just doesn't like movies. She doesn't watch them. She doesn't really enjoy them. And and, and we were sort is of it because they're too long. I fall asleep. So I got reasons. bored. I'm yeah, like, so there's reasons. so many other things I can be doing with my time. Why am I sitting yeah. here? And so I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck this. And so I open my my disc collection and I'm going through these and I'm naming off some of my favorites. And one of the first ones I, I get to in there is like Labyrinth. I'm like, you ever seen Labyrinth? Like, I haven't seen that. I'm like, what the fuck? You've never seen a Labyrinth? <laughs> and so we put it in and she doesn't speak through the entire film, watches the whole thing. And at the end, I'm just like... Wasn't that like amazing and life changing? And she's like, oh, this is the fucking stupidest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was so offended to my core because I love, you know, that movie was like this classic from my childhood yeah, that every, most people my age love The Labyrinth. I've never met anyone who hated your it. Your age. It's like the, the dark crystal. Term. You know? yeah, yeah, the yeah. dark crystal. Fucking, great uh, film. That's great too. They're making a Netflix yeah, show. Yeah, oh, so I'm so excited. Legend, you yeah, know. Exactly. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, puppets yeah. before CGI. Yeah, yeah. And that was the shit back then. Or fucking. So but I'll, I've given her I'll give The never ending story. Like yeah. all those yeah. things yeah. are right I like right the never ending story. Yeah. But you don't like The Labyrinth? But I hate The Labyrinth. Your never ending story is more broadly accepted than any of those other movies. But First time I ever smoked pot, I watched Labyrinth. 
Yeah. So I, I have a, I do have a small soft spot in my heart for like I remember being fucked up high and watching Labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's what's so better weird. than staring at David Bowie's package but. for two hours? <laughs> and that's why I was like, a lot of things. I was pretty young. So I was like, I don't many things are better this, than that. But I appreciate now. That's like a thing. I I never noticed that when I was a kid. Never noticed that it, it right? was David Bowie. How? Well, no. That it, or I mean, it was just shots of his package. Yeah, the yeah, obvious, like it's so uh, ridiculous. They really want you to know about his cock. But every time like, I watch yeah. the movie as an adult now, I can't not see it. And I'm going, God, <laughs> it is so blatantly really just like the camera is just it's on it. It's there the whole time. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So that kind of is a perfect segue to one more question I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. What is the best worst movie that like you've ever seen that you oh. love but you know is a crap movie or TV show okay. it's like a guilty pleasure that you know sucks Fuck. but you fucking love that movie you know sucks yeah mm. I have embarrassingly so I have an all time favorite movie number one and I love so many movies you have like you have a, I have a, a number definite, one all time favorite oh. movie and it is I don't think a lot of people like it or think it's very funny, but I love it. And that's Grandma's Boy. Oh, Jordan yeah. loves Grandma's Boy. Which, that we movie, have two copies of Grandma's Boy. Yes. Boy <laughs> yes. So much. I had the DVD. I She's going to love that you said that. I watched the DVD so many times that it literally stopped working. Do you want to know something really funny? Just yesterday, Jordan and I were coming home from the arena and we're talking about different people that we enjoy hanging out with. So mm-hmm. we're talking about you guys and... She mentioned specifically that she felt like you and her had whatever, some type of something in common that she was like, I think like me and that guy could be friends. It's really funny that you say that because she fucking loves Grandma's Boy. So Jordan, you guys are all in our kitchen the other day. And what the hell? Somebody said something. Colin and Morgan were talking and I was kind of standing off to the side. You guys were, everybody's milling around. And, uh, and, and you guys were, you were helping her cook. And you were like trying to beat eggs with a spoon. Yeah. That was all okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Colin goes, uh, Colin yeah. says something. Like, you don't beat eggs with a spoon. And I like make this. I'm just standing off to the side where no one can obviously hear me. And I go, I'd beat your eggs with a spoon. <laughs> and nobody hears it. And Georgia just side of the room. She's like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. That's hilarious. That's yeah. So funny. So, a terrible movie that... Well, one of my favorite movies, Mean Girls. I love... I was going to say Mean Girls, too. a lot of people too. talk shit about Mean Girls. I was going to say Mean Girls. Um, it's also but, you, like, loved by a huge... But yeah, but I, I would watch Mean Girls, like, anytime. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes. I love it. Um, I wear something oh. pink every Wednesday because of that movie. I would. I could... Wow. Jordan will something tell me a pink. terrible movie Strong. that I like. Let's fucking let's find out. Yeah. Oh, snap, just, crackle pop. She's like at the right age. We're down over there. She oh, just yeah? said, yeah, we're going to a child's birthday. Hello? Hey. Hi. Hey, so we're finishing up the podcast. Um, so yeah. you're on it right now. Um, <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Oh, also, Jake just told us that his favorite movie is Grandma's Boy. <gasps> I fucking love that movie. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> right up to the. It's the, the greatest movie yeah. ever made for sure. So, so Colin. No, Colin asked me, asked us, um, 
a movie that we love that is generally terrible. And I couldn't think of one, but I'm sure that you know a movie that I like that you think is fucking horrible. Oh, don't put me on the spot like that. Oh, I thought that you could help me out. That's the only reason I did this. <laughs> no. I mean, we're, we're generally against cutting things, you know, but I guess, like, if you really need me to. Can, you know. <laughs> I don't know. A movie that you like that I think is really bad. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, you know, fucking Tusk. Tusk would. That's probably the one that I would have to. That's like. That's my shit that people fucking hate. Yeah. I do. I hate that movie. And love Kevin Smith. Love everything he does. But that one makes me so uncomfortable. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, I got. Uh, <laughs> no, I think they have no idea what he's getting them into, and then they go home traumatized and way too high. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I love yeah. her so much. And I got uh, our brother-in-law's brother was in town for a while, Keegan, and he was hanging out with me one night, and I just put on Tusk. I didn't ask him. I just put it on, and we were just smoking bowls and bowls and bowls, and he left halfway through, and the next day, he told me, he was like, that movie was fucked up. I was, like, I was like, that's like one of my favorite movies, bro. It's like that movie. Okay. Well, thank you. No, I feel like I'm the one who likes terrible movies. I watch the same movies over and over again. Crybaby? That's my shit. Crybaby? You guys know that movie? No, Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know yeah. of oh it. My God, go home and watch it, you uncultured swine. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's pretty all right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay, that's great. Well, now I'm on the show in Rite Aid, so I should go. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I love all of you. I hope you had a fantastic time, and I will see you soon, baby. All right, I love you. We love you. Bye, Jordan. Bye. So Bye. loved. Oh, that was perfect. So there you go. That's a Tusk. It oh. was probably that. I don't. I mean, I don't know that I've met anybody that. So um, I put Tusk on my Netflix watch list because Colin many many months ago mentioned oh. how much you how much enjoy you it. like it. Yeah. And so it's been on my. But I'm oh, kind of nervous to pull the trigger on that because I have a hard time with those really gross, gory, um, like it's fucked pretty up fucked movies. up. And yeah. I don't think that it's like excessively gory, but there's some pretty dark shit. The description was like, kind of human centipede um, reminding. So yeah, and it's oh. not as fucked up as that. Okay, good. I can um, watch it then because you don't. Yeah, I mean, there's some you know mm-hmm. shit, but it's I wouldn't say it's definitely not as bad as Human Centipede. Yeah. I know I, I I watched Human Centipede before that was like a thing, you know, like yeah. when it was still like a small like indie film. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. I yeah I stumbled upon it, you know, on one of those fucking apps, and then watched it, and then like two or three years went by, and people were like, "Have you seen Human Centipede? Like it's really fucked up." And mm. I was like, "Yeah, fuck that movie." Yeah, no thanks. And then they made a second one, and it was even worse. And I'm pretty sure there's three, and I definitely haven't seen the third one. Have you seen the so Green Inferno? No, but I've heard of that. Before. It's on HBO, uh, HBO Go or HBO Now, yeah. right, right now. And if you feel like you know ruining your evening, what is that? Go ahead about? and watch Green Inferno. It's about a cannibalistic tribe in the Amazon and these these tourists that get caught by them oh. and the horrendous torture and stuff that ensues to these poor oh. European people at the hands of these cannibalistic um, it's just Amaz- Amazonian. Yeah, it's fucking horrible, and I'll never ever ever watch it again. So. That's like, yeah. Did you watch Bone Tomahawk? Oh, no, God. you told oh, me about dude. it. Oh, dude, we okay. 
So I usually just say watch it because it'll fucking disturb you when it happens. But it's just a fucking generally creepy fucked up movie, right? But there's this scene where they run in. It's during like the the cowboy days, we'll just say. Um, And they're they're going after these group of like natives that like live in these caves. But they because they keep coming into like town and like snatch people up and like fucking murdering people and shit like that. And so they kind of going up after them, and they finally they end up getting captured and shit. They're inside these caves, and one of these like super kind of like grotesque, monstrous like human hybrid type of thing comes coming out of this thing, grabs one of the prisoners, and they fucking splits him in half with his giant axe down in the center, in between his legs, and chops him up like a fucking like a pig getting cut in half. Mm. It is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen on TV. That's Damn. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. It's really gross. So It's crazy the shit that people can make and sell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's really... In, well, in the mainstream, like, not on, like, the dark web. Yeah. Because you, know? uh-huh. you buy snuff films on the dark web, but, like, real, <laughs> like... Whatever. like whatever. In fact, movies, there's an audience you know? that craves that. That's why I carry a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit's crazy. Morgan, do you have a best, worst TV show? Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's no elaboration. I love some Bachelor in Paradise. I also love, like, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, keeping up with the Kardashians occasionally when their real crazy shit's going on. My head hurts just thinking about it. All that reality TV, man, it just makes me appreciate my life so much more. I'm like, you guys are all crazy. I have a great life. That is a great thing to take out of it. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Oh my gosh, I loved Jersey Shore. I was documenting it on the show because Mm -hmm. we were watching it. Fucking Rebecca. God damn it, Rebecca at work got me into it. (sighs) She got me to, she's one of the new office ladies. I think she Mm -hmm. got there after you did. Yeah, she No, she was there. Oh. Yeah, she was watching it, and I was like, word, I haven't seen that in a mad long time. Yeah. And I watched, and we watched all the fucking seasons. Not the new one, because fuck that. I'm not going yeah, 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 to yeah, contribute no. to that. But <laughs> <laughs> but when it's on Hulu, you bet your ass I'll watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. fucked up. It was, it was. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Unfortunately entertaining the first few times. It was really first bad. Few seasons, yeah. Yeah. See, I started watching it, I don't think when it first came out, but early on in the seasons, right? And I watched a couple seasons, and I was like, I mean, I don't get it. This is, like, literally just, like, life on the South Shore of Long Island. Like, yeah. there's nothing interesting to me about this because this is the way fucking – there's a huge group of people that are those people that right. just live that fucking lifestyle, and yeah. they're everywhere. And so it was just like, this is boring. This is just normal. And that <laughs> I was, I think, the thing that most people didn't recognize was that they were in the Jersey Shore, but, like – Three quarters of them were from like Staten Island. Like right. they yep. weren't from the Jersey Shore. They were oh, vacationing yeah. there. Yeah, that was just the right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so people like assumed that that's what that area. And I mean, there's shitty people there, but that's not what like mm-hmm. from what I understand that. Oh know, yeah, most of the people were from New York, not from fucking New Jersey. Yeah, New York, Connecticut, right. that whole <laughs> right, that whole right. little <laughs> schmegma of New England area ish. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, lifestyle. <laughs> so glad I'm from the Northwest. Jake That's had so to explain funny. to me what that word meant when we were playing um, Cards oh, Against Humanity. That's oh, when, yeah. yeah, that's when we learned about it too. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, yeah. mostly the, the U.S. I didn't know what that point. was. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Damn, love. 
Go ahead and Google that at home. I'm not going to say it right now. No, yeah, no, that's, no. That's, that's, not this, that's not what this podcast is That's not what this is. is. No, we, we don't do that kind of stuff here. But yeah, I think, I'm just looking at the time, I think we're getting up there in time skis. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the only sports thing that happened this week, well, football thing, because that's what we're talking about, is that Josh that's McCown crazy. retired this week after fucking 17 years. Yes. He was played with the Jets. Played with Jets. Jets. Yeah. Jets. Played for the... Jesus Christ. The Cardinals, the Lions, the Raiders, Dolphins, Panthers, Niners, Bears, Buccaneers, Browns, and then the Jets. Everybody but the Eagles. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You're no, a, it is the green and white, bro. It's the green white. Is this the same color scheme? You're good? Yeah. So he <laughs> finally good, retired. And if I believe he's going to go into commentating now. Yes. He's going to go right into mm. That was his so, plan. Yeah. And hopefully, like, Tony Romo's fucking mad good commentator i love tony romo commentating yeah. he is still i mean he you know mm-hmm. he was like just a quarterback so he's exceptionally good play caller and is you know, able to tell uh-huh. at least half the time like as long as it's not joe buck i'm going cool. to get rid of joe buck troy you have to Aikman, like joe those buck? guys I'm fuck no guys. who does i don't like troy because troy Aikman hates the seahawks yeah that's why he has a genuine distaste for the seahawks and but for some reason he's always yeah. you know color commentating their games he looks yeah, like it's a, so annoying just get him out so picture yeah. a Caucasian Jay Z. The next right, time you're looking at it, you'll right. never unsee it. Man. You'll never unsee no. it. It's actually it so mind. true. That's so crazy. For real. Yeah. Oh man. So which network or whatever is Tony Romo commentating on, or is he kind of CBS, a real? I think. Yeah. yeah, I think CBS is. Like, I don't know how that Thursday works. night, right? So. Yeah, Jason Witten is gonna. Uh, he's going back to football oh. because he co- he retired and commentated for I think one year. Yeah. And I heard on Tell Him Steve Dave, and so it may or may not be true that. Um, they just got so many negative reviews about him that he was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and just went back to football. Um, but he was exceptionally bad yeah. at being a color commentator. So oh, that's rough. It does not surprise me. But, yeah, he's going to go back and play football in Dallas. Interesting. So, there you yeah. go. So a little bit more time for Jason Witten. Hmm. Uh, that's it. We talked about the It's like Seahawks the Brett earlier. Favre retirement. Yeah. It just never, it kind of happens, yeah. and then it doesn't, and then it kind of happens, and then it doesn't. Just yeah. back and forth. Now he's finally done, but you know. Do we know Fucking why finally. Wilson wasn't at uh, training camp the first week or two? He wasn't there, was he? He was um, in, um, I don't know. Europe. He was yeah. in Canes with Sierra. Because um, the first ones were, were OTAs. Yeah. So those are, those are non-mandatory. They're oh, just organized okay. team activities. Training camp. For the newbies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like. There are a couple of them that showed up though. Yes. Yeah. I'm like Bobby Wagner was like, there, but didn't practice. Tyler was, Lockett was there, was there too. Yeah. There are um, a couple of them that showed up. I think training camp, training camp starts in like two weeks. They're selling mm. tickets to it. I'm sure they're all gone already, but. Oh, uh, to go to training camp. Do you get them because of season tickets? Can we get them? You might get on like a it's it's a first come first serve yeah. thing because you just oh, sign up for gotcha. it and you meet like in a parking lot somewhere and then they bus you to the practice. We facility. gotta go some year, guys. Um, we well, gotta do it. and so the only reason I didn't jump on it this year is because I would like to do it with Dax. You know, oh, for like, sure. Take him these, like, Absolutely. Eight or nine, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. So mm-hmm. that's definitely one hundred percent at those times yes. will be days where I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to work this day because we're going yes. to training camp. We're going to go and do this because mm-hmm. they fucking you. Know, they answer questions. They sign. Yeah. it's like a whole deal when you go to training camp. So it's like Disneyland on crack. Yes. Uh, but I am certain I will do it at least once or twice yes. before Dax is able to go. So I want to go so bad. You and I will train and camp it the fuck yes. up. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> no, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to tell everyone that 
because we're doing a new set of lines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ready, if there's anything else you want to throw into the I show. right before we do that, just want to say thanks again, guys, for coming Fuck out. yeah. This has been fucking awesome. For anytime. Sure. Super fun. You guys are incredible. Maybe like anytime. Show. Yeah. <laughs> I like bullshitting with you guys. And Hell yeah. In my normal life, and this is just a... This is just put in yeah. 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 No, this is nice. So this is what we do on a Saturday yeah. night with right. a bottle of wine. <laughs> Good break every once in a while is nice. Um, so I had to start a new set of lines because Haley figured it out. I got to get that bitch a shirt. Um, but I have one for her. I just haven't seen her since she figured it out. So, excuse me. So I'm not going to do a TV show. I'm not going to do movies. I'm going to do a theme for the new lines, right? And think that that's as detailed as I'd like to be about it. Um, but the theme is not like, so if you tell me, oh, this line is from this movie, like you don't win. That's not it. Or, or you know, it's, or I don't know, you know, like that doesn't win. So it's the theme of like what these lines are, not what movie they're from or like. So you gotta listen yeah. a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah it you. definitely won't be anything you can guess the first okay. time or you might even take three or four before someone can be like, oh, now I fucking mm-hmm. know. Roger. But it's the same type of idea where you have to have kind of heard these things, you know, mm-hmm. to hear it and be like, oh, fuck. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so the first one is that I look like a fucking beluga whale. <laughs> Those are really cute. Yeah. Yeah. 